Blog Talk Radio. Warning. You have entered the realm of the gods. So give us your mind and your full attention. So you say you deal with esoteric information? I never heard of such. Well, you're in for a treat. Blog Talk, Blog Talk, this is the Blog Talk. I lean hell bay dropping jewels every day. Blog Talk, Blog Talk, this is the Blog Talk. Metaphysical, we deal with the spiritual. Blog Talk, Blog Talk, this is the Blog Talk. I lean hell bay dropping jewels every day. Blog Talk, Blog Talk, this is the Blog Talk. Metaphysical, we deal with the spiritual. So you claim to be a god? Damn right I'm a god. The maker, the owner, cream of the planet Earth, father of civilization, god of the universe. Wow, I didn't know that. 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 So tune in or lose, friend. All strategies apply mathematically. The information he drop is real powerful. So get your notepad, it's more than an hour full. Watch your jaw, the crew is watching talk. Indigenous to the land, wherever we stand. First world order, we bring it at home in the first quarter. Invisible lines don't apply, we cross borders. Silly rabbit, knowledge for God. No matter where you resign, Mars, Temple of Mars. So don't fret or proceed with hesitation. Just tune in to Blog Talk to get the information. Peace. Whether you suffer from pain in your back to aches in your knees, come on down and purchase you some ancestral tea to get rid of all the parasites, toxins, and fleas. Spiritual elevation for cosmic gravitation. So put away the patience, because there's no time to be wasted. Magnificent glow with unconditional love Scattered rays for days from the heavens above 
soul below the souls just trapped in the lowest depths of hell incarnated into 76 trillion cells to break free we must be refined masculine and feminine properties combined the devil is the author of confusion 183,000 divisions and religions denomination sets post schisms and isms though isn't it written in the bible that you spoke in parables the scriptures and gospels aren't just historical many passages weren't meant to be taken literal most of it is allegorical based on esoteric principles Baptist versus Methodist Pentecostal holiness versus Jehovah Witness Mormons versus Seven Day Advances Skeptics, Atheists and Agnostics Divine and Cosmic Tactics of the Reptilians Lower Fourth Dimensional Aliens So beware of the Draconian Satanists Though they aim to imprison all true beings through ignorance So we crush the head of Leviathan Battle mind control system suggestion Brainwashing indoctrination Using religious politics education Economics, health and labor Entertainment and war No sex and law In this chessboard game called Life We've All Been Pawns Puppets on strings controlled by demonic spawn You can't run with the devil and walk with God Absolutely. This is the first day of the election. Um, 
I guess you're going to say uh, tallying. Um, so within <laughs> the last uh, less than 24 hours ago, we found out um, who is who, you know, um, in the United States slash of America, you know. So um, what you have for is concerning the social engineering that is taking place, you know, with our very eyes. Well, um, just to start, just the fact of the matter is before this election, the, the, the preamp to the months leading ahead towards this day that we've just witnessed um, and we're, we're dealing with the remnants of the, um, the, the one who has been chosen to uh, take the president's um, to replace President Obama, which is Trump. Um, by electoral vote, not by popular vote, but um, by I think uh, the college, um, the the uh, he was chosen not by he did not get the popular vote. You know, uh, Hillary Clinton actually held that, which is interesting that we can have a president take a seat without gaining the popular vote. Meaning the majority of people have said that they've desired Hillary Clinton to be their president, but rather than that, we have a whole social system that is set up to kind of um, veer us away from that and have a whole nother way of calculating who wins and who doesn't anyway. But prior to the election, if many of us noticed, um, as we were watching the advertisements, as we were seeing the delegates um, doing their um, debates, there was a lot of purposeful um, language and purposeful uh, ideology that was set out there to kind of gear us in one direction or another. If many of us know, there are more than just two delegates that are on the, when we vote, there are other parties, there's Green Party, we had Jill Stein, and um, I think her, uh, her, her elected um, vice president was Baraka, interesting, his name was Baraka, another bl- black male um, exactly. that was with her. Um, we had uh, another uh, another party, I think, as an independent party as well. We had other right, Gary Johnson. Noticed, right. Yes, they purposefully only would show daily, consistently, two ends of the same spectrum. They would only show anything regarding Hillary Clinton, her her programming, which is her program, her matrix programming, which is, you know, I'm here for the people. I've been doing this before. I was, you know, I was a, a presidential wife, a secretary of state. I know much about the dealings of foreign interests and so what have you. You know, she pretty much stayed on that side, holding strong, you know, Barack's um, support because he's the one who's, you know, he's also promoing her. And then we have the other side, which is Trump who is, you know, just an egregious, very wealthy businessman um, who is holding the stance for white, you know, white America, the basic um, platform for, you know, the stronghold for white supremacist um, type of um, banter. You know, I'm going to secure the borders. I'm going to make sure I build bigger walls to protect us from these bad brown people that are trying to come into our country. Mind you, most of the Native Americans, the Native Indigenous people were already here, and the Mexicans and the Indigenous from uh, Texas, Arizona, and California are of the same kin. They're the same family. They are the same Indigenous people. They share some of the same genealogy as the people here. But we're building walls to secure people who were here previous to inception out. That, that, you know, that was his premise. Keep all that. The bad Muslims are here. They want to you know, terrorize us. You know, his thing was basically fear. That was his programming. 
to, to not, not collectively to bring everyone together, but to isolate, build a sense of superiority to specific, especially the white male, and then to, um, to you know, also uh, build um, an ideology that anyone who is not here for our supremacy uh, belief system is against us. And we were going to either kick them out, murder them, or build walls so that they can't be around us, you know, isolate ourselves. They had two specific programming. You had one on one side, supposedly the Republican side, and the other, which is the Democratic side. And I always like to say, whenever you get such two very strong um, ends of a spectrum, you know, really, really right and really, really left, generally going too far right or too far left on the pendulum are usually the same. It's just a, it's the same. It's one coin with oppositions of, of each side of the coin. So even though they seem like they have so totally different ideology, you will get the same extreme in your political system once voted in as you would get to the other extreme of the other person if you voted in. So you're getting one and the same. Whether we voted Hillary Clinton in or Trump, we're going to get extremes because it's not natural. We needed more of a happy medium, a, a balance, which the other parties held, which don't have a chance because all they've been doing is promoting these two parties for the last year. So that being said, they're swaying us in a specific way. Everything has been, um, you know, any anti to Trump was also building him up. So even though he was supposedly anti-woman, his, he was also building some resiliency to the white male. So even though he's supposedly anti-woman, he's also anting for the male saying that, you know, um, when they were saying that he's, you know, Trump is Trump has been married three times. I think this is his third wife. He's not uh, <laughs> he's not one who's um, not a man who's not uh, known to be egregious with women. He's a very wealthy man. He's he's made sure he's picked women, um, actually foreign women, male for brides, which is interesting that he has such a, a very strong foreign policy to keep foreigners out, even though he desires and he's mated with and created children with foreign women. You know, I like to call them male for brides. Um, so he's built this premise on that. Uh, I know I'm, I'm sidebarring. I always get sidebarred. <laughs> but what I like to say is that we're getting these social programmings that are gearing people in one direction or another. And we think that we have a choice in this matter. But as we've seen in many of the presidential elections, they've already desired, they've already chosen who they want you to vote for or who, they are, who they've chosen to take the elected um, position. But what they do is they play a game of, you know, people, having people flock in one direction or the other to either make them anti or make them pro based on whatever desire they have for the end result, which is the president, you know, now Trump. Many people didn't even think Trump could possibly make a, uh, make it to this to the I, I personally didn't think this was probable what happened with him winning. I thought he is so anti everyone I didn't know who could possibly vote for him. <laughs> just to be honest, other than obviously the white supremacists, you know white male, I understand I overstand why a white male would vote for him. I get that so i don't i don't I never thought that we would get those, but as far as everyone else. I was I was a little um, disconcerted when I heard the results this morning. I didn't really listen to everything last night, the banter. But, you know, when I heard the results and also, you know, because I know how the matrix works, even if he was not, if he did not get the votes um, 
two weeks ago, we had, I don't know if you remember two weeks ago, we actually had a, um, a hijacking, a, um, uh, a, uh, what was it called? A cyber attack on the United States. I think Twitter was attacked. Yes. a couple. They, what was it? The interim. It was the, it was the routing system that a lot of these social media sites use. So it was a routing system right. that many of them use the same writing routing system. So two weeks ago, the system was attacked. It was a cyber attack. They blamed something. They said it could have been Russia, but also they linked it to Hillary Clinton, which was interesting because the first time that happened, I said, usually if something like that's happening, it was big enough so it was concerning. I said, they may be doing this to mess with the election. And, of course, you know, I spoke to certain people. Some people were like, well, is that possible? So, yes, it's quite possible if you're working, if, you, if we're using a lot of um, we're using electronics to you know, do our counts, of course, it, anything could be, anything could be doctored and messed with. If we're using, um, you know, anything techno- technological, you can always mess with it. So two weeks prior to this, that happened. And then all of a sudden, as it was going down last night, I know my mother was watching, you know, vehemently last night and she noticed something and she's not in our world. I will say this. My mother is quite just a she she follows the matrix programming very well. This is where she's at. She's accepted who I am, and that's cool. But she said something that was very odd to me. She said last night when she's watching all the states, the votes coming in, so on. She said it's very odd. She said Trump did not lobby in a lot of these areas that he's getting the the votes for. He's he's getting votes in areas that he's not noted to be popular with or doesn't have the popular vote for. Um, and I said to her, it's interesting that you said that, because I said, if that's the case, we might have a problem. Um, I kind of semi-called it out. We might have a problem with someone using technology to, to mess with the votes, um, to alter the results, which we know they do. But it's interesting, two weeks prior to this, we had a cyber attack, and now we're having something that was odd to everyone. This was something that even the Republicans thought it was a little crazy. Right, that, that was the moment that we won. Yes, yes. Mm-hmm. And I feel like um, if we wanted to, this is a, she conceded so easily. I mean, if we if people really got bowdy, we could have had everyone take because there's paper ballots in there too. We could have had every state bring out every ballot and count it from the rooted to the suda, which could have, which we can do. Um, but I felt like you know I guess it's an embarrassment to the party if you decide to do that. It was not it was so close, but far enough so they didn't feel it was necessary to do a count, uh, uh, organic count. So, um, again, this is part of the, the, the way that we're socialized. We're socialized to accept things based on what is given to us, what's consistently um, propaganda to us on the news daily, um, in the newspapers, even on our, on our social media sites, um, on our feed, on our Facebook. You'll notice that there's a consistent... Um, feed that's always always a certain certain videos that are always put up per, perpetually consistently like you'll see a video and I'll see the same video on my feed they purposefully are propagating even in our personal what we consider to be quote unquote our personal space even though it's not our personal space it's FB and it's you know it's, it's already being surveilled it's, it's surveillance for the CIA they, and the FBI they don't they don't make any qualms about telling us that but we still use it um but this is part of how they socially engineer us. They perpetuate certain ideology. People watch it enough. It's just like listening to an old hip-hop song. There's songs that I've heard 
that are that are that are not songs that I like, but if they perpetually play it consistently, eventually I'd be like, oh, I like that beat because it's being it's being consistently um, uh, rewound, played over, rewound, played over. It's being um, uh, you know programmed in my consciousness, my subconsciousness, and after a while, I'll just pick it up myself. I'll like it. It'll be it'll be inserted into my uh, repertoire of you know um, toning, so that I start to accept that whatever whatever is being perpetuated to me, and they do this consistently. Very true. Very true. All right. So down here in Florida, being that Florida was one of the um, states in which that was essential for a win. Um, did you see a lot of signs for Hillary? Yeah. Or did you see yeah. more signs for Trump? No. We didn't have a lot of signs. Remember, I'm in um, Orlando, so I didn't get the lot. You know, I heard in Broward County more in Miami, you get more of the, the you know, people propagating, putting their signs up and stuff like that. We didn't really get a lot of that, but we had early voting. We've been voting for like a month. Like literally right. our voting, uh, yeah, we've been on and off voting. And from what I saw consistently, I saw people who were Hillary voters, even people who were not, who I who I knew to be, um, you know, as far as branding, like I, you know, some people have a brand that you look at and you're like, okay, that looks like a Trump. That could be a Trump voter. There were people who were more afraid of his policies and veered off of him just for the fact that he was too much of a loose cannon that were going for Hillary. I know factually there was more Hillary voters. I felt now, you know, whether they say that or not, you know, at the end of the day, you know, there's a closed curtain. So behind that closed curtain, they can choose to can choose as they as however they like. But for my feeling, we had Florida. Remember, it's a very foreign based state. We have more. We have the biggest Haitian community. We have the biggest West Indian community, and we have and they're naturalized. And these are people who are citizens. We have the biggest Latino community. We have the biggest. You know, we have a hyper amount of Puerto Ricans here who were, um, you know, my girlfriend just came back from a week there. We were supposed to go, I was supposed to go to Puerto Rico, but she just came back heavily Clinton fans. Uh, so we have a big community here that it was very odd. And um, you remember, I don't know if it was like a week ago, the governor was accused of throwing out mails and votes from Democrats. So Florida's dirty, though. And it was dirty from the, from the point when Bush was running. Um, when they had to do, they had to go down to Florida and see what was happen- happening. Because uh, Jed Bush, Jude, uh, what was his name? Jed Bush was the uh, was he the governor at the time of Florida. Um, they were concerned that he was doctoring votes or throwing out votes. So Florida, we should have had. That's why I know we were tampered with. Um, and again, I I where there's smoke, there's fire. Two weeks prior to this, we have a cyber attack. You know, Russia is also in bed with Trump. We also had a transformer last night. Was it last night? Last night, a transformer blow up in Russia during the election. You know, I always think, you know, there's no such thing as coincidences. There's a lot of things. There's a lot of link, linkages to Trump and Russia and also to Clinton. Clinton had issues with Russia, but Trump doesn't. And it's interesting that we're about to go through perhaps a war with Russia, we have a lot of piloted conversations. There's a lot of 
um, huffing and puffing going on with Putin. Um, it almost seems like they purposefully did this so that we had a president that was more pro-Russia than um, against. I definitely agree with that. Um, as a matter of fact, um, I heard the same thing and read the same information concerning that Russia was behind the cyber attack. They tried to throw it off on China, saying yep. that China is the um, enemy and that China is the one which that needs to be focused on and not Russia. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, however, and, and mm-hmm. go ahead. Oh, no, no, no. What I was going to add to that is that they said it was China, but then after that they were accusing they were accusing the Clinton party for trying to perhaps uh, make it so that the swing vote, like they, they were going to mess with the technology and do something so that she wins. So, you know, you remember the old school, you know, saying, if you smelt it, you dealt it. It's almost like they're, they're accusing her because that's what they were planning to do. Exactly. That's exactly what I seen. And it's amazing now that we have a lot of the big, politicians pulling a lot of the countries pulling away from America at a time where they see us, um, they, well, they basically see, you know, uh, Rome going in, down in flames and people are pulling out financially. They're, they're, they're pulling away from um, us in, uh, in all aspects of commerce. Um, you've got China making big moves with Nigeria right now, which I, I support. I like that. I like that union, to be honest. Um, Nigeria's economy is booming and China sees that as a win-win. So they're conjoining with um, Nigeria, which is a threat to our economy because we owe so much money to China right now, which is ridiculous. So, you know, um, and Russia was the biggest threat to the United States right now. Um, That's crazy because that's where um, Obama got the money um, from for the so-called quote-unquote bailout. I the corporate agree. bellow, you know, yeah. yeah, you get that money, yeah. you know that that um, I think it was seven hundred billion dollars. Get that from China. Oh my mm-hmm. God! Look at that! Yeah, look at that! Mm-hmm. But we can't pay that back. We don't even have gold. We don't even have, we don't have the the bricks, the the the, the um the mineral, uh the uh what is it the um the coinage the the gold to back are bonds anymore. The gold is gone. All those vaults and everything in, in New York, all the the stocks where they kept all the gold, it's gone. I heard they've been, they, there is nothing there. They, we have nothing to back anything up. Our our money is basically like monopoly money right now. Right, right. There's nothing in Fort Knox. You know? Nothing. Um, in, nothing. In fact, it is said that the the gold in which that was there at one time is now in in the Bank of London in England. Ooh. And that well, the queen um, sits over it, and these are pics of her walking down lanes and lanes and lanes of gold. I I believe it. I believe it. And remember, we though they were saying that the colonists came here free from England, that was BS because she still owns. There's her. She is still basically the silent partner of the United States. True. And there's something to, and there's a common, there's a common, there's something going on with the pullout of England from the BRICS too. They're pulling out from the BRICS, and that's causing a whole upheaval with Greece going bankrupt. I mean, all of Europe is is losing their grip and their financial stability. 
and she it makes sense that she would pull in, get her gold before it goes down. And for the fact that she's taken the gold, that lets you know that they're pretty much throwing the United States under the bus. They're just waiting for it to crash and burn. Right. Well, they they also made statements, for example. Um, I was listening to Alex Jones today, and he states that George Soros' next move um, in order to bankrupt the economy of the United States due to the fact that um, that um, – you know, that Hillary didn't get the presidency, you know, and that's who he was backing. Mm-hmm. You know, he even wow. gave off a judgment on the presidency a couple of weeks ago. He said, well, it's going to be close. However, Hillary is going to, um, is not going to win the popularity vote, but she's going to win the um, electoral. Yeah. Now, that's exactly what and he it was said. And the opposite. Yeah, it was opposite. He made that projection. And it makes yep. and it's so odd because we're getting the opposite. We're getting the total opposite of that, which is crazy. Yeah, we're getting the total opposite of that. And yeah, um, but you know, she won the popularity vote, but lost the electoral. Right. So yeah. it's, you know. it's it. But like I said, when my mother called and she said she was seeing red, red all on these states that were normally not so much that they were Democratic, but she knew that they they were they were projected. As being high Democrat, um, high Hillary fans, they may have not liked right. Obama, but they were all fans of Hillary. So, right. just just the fact that these states were like they weren't swing states; they were guaranteed states, and she didn't even get them. That's odd to me. That's odd. I mean, I mean, we could have a whole bunch of sleepers, but I doubt it. Now, people are blaming um, the brown people for not coming out and voting. No, we don't have the numbers to make this much of a sway. Yes, I I agree that maybe not as many people of color voted, yes, because the incentive for voting for Obama was something more personalized to a lot of people of color. I get that. And that's a sentiment of, you know, a win for us. And, again, I never saw Obama anything else but a beautiful symbol with him and his beautiful black wife and his beautiful brown children in the White House that was systemically connected to oppression. I was okay with just a symbol of him. I didn't know if he would bring anything other than just a symbolic, you know, vision of him. Because really, at the end of the day, we had more murders, more uh, digressing of the people of color under his term. Not because of his, not because of him personally, but because of the backlash of him winning and white supremacy showing its ugly face in, um, in, um, in, um, you know, almost like a backlash of them feeling like a black man is in power. We're going to get you blackies. You know, that's how they, you know, that's how they roll. We want, you think you have a win here? We're going to take care of everything else and make you not feel like a winner. I almost felt like we got a backlash because he was president, to be honest. I've heard more racist that's terms true. and more racist rhetoric than I've ever heard in any other um, presidency, any term. I've never heard as right. much nasty commentary that we did while he was president. And he got disrespected left and right, and the House would not move for anything he wanted to do. They fought him nail and tooth on everything. And that being said, you know, I, you know, then 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 you bring in the metaphysical aspects of things. Um, and I just, you know, I spoke to my sea stars, um, people that are in our circles, and I, you know, I just told them, I said. Everything is for a reason. And though we may not see it now, I know personally, I know for a fact, I know it in my soul, that I know that we are ending the cycle of white supremacy and of the patriarchal um, stronghold. I know it, I feel it, I see it. But 
because Hillary didn't win, people felt that this was a sign that we were digressing again. I don't agree. I don't agree. I think Trump being in the White House, just like how we felt as people of color when Obama got there, we had so many hopes for him to change things. And we, some of us felt disappointed that there was not much, um, there wasn't anything really overly active towards assisting the people of color. I feel like it's going to be the same for the white population who voted, the racists who voted for Trump, because Trump is, I'm going to keep it real, we're from New York. Trump is no joke. He's, he's, he's real narcissistic. He does not like um, being restrained. He does not like people telling him what to do. He is the head of his board. He has a lot of yes men around him, his, his entirety of his career. He's not used to having being on a schedule, getting up and going to this country, doing this, being under someone else's tutelage and time frame. He's not used to that. He's, he's the perfect example of how someone's going to crash and burn. This man has not gotten it right with his marriages. He's not gotten it right with his bankruptcies. He's not someone who's a, a long-term type of dude. So it's going to be interesting to see how he crashes and burns. Well, like you said, he done had three marriages as well as also yep. three bankruptcies. Yes. So, <laughs> he's, not, um, he's not a long-term dude. Right. Yet. So we can say that actually George Soros probably was back on both sides in which that he know that, you know, that um, Trump exactly. is a terrible, you know, money manager. But and put him a in a position so dude. that yeah. he can bankrupt the nation slash economy, which is yes. already bankrupt yes. as it is, really. Yes. They, they you think know, the person who's easily manipulated to do that. That's right. Mm-hmm. You're right. Absolutely. He's the best decision. He's Waverly. He's not a statutive type of dude. He runs. And anyone who does not, first of all, he didn't even show his taxes. They've been asking for his taxes. <laughs> this is what I'm saying. It's madness. They asked for his taxes. He still hasn't shown it, and he just got voted in for president. When have you ever heard that? It's almost like they, they want him to just destroy the economy, and he's the perfect candidate to do that. And as I tell people of color, I said, this is not our business. A lot of the things that are affecting white America are not things that systemically mess with us. We, we've always been independent based on the fact that we've not been incorporated for the most part in our, the world that we reside in in white America. We've really not been incorporated. If we have been incorporated in white America, is that it has only been to be uh, like a shuck and jive or entertainers or sports people, which are basically like pets to them. You know, oh, we'll let you make, you know, a, a whole bunch of million of dollars so long as you entertain us and you don't say anything too political and you stay in your lane, brother man. You know what I mean? Or you marry our women and keep your wealth in the white community by having mixed babies that will only keep the wealth in the white part of the family. You know what I mean? Exactly They're okay with that. Right. that right. Yeah. yeah. I mean, when have you ever seen any, you know, we have a mass amount, and don't get me wrong, I, come, I, I love our athletes. I, I have an affinity for our sportsmen and for our entertainers. I'm not saying that they're all dastardly creatures, but they are all under the same programming. They don't realize they are, they are being socially engineered to perpetually keep up the, the position as jester to the king and queen. They are jesters. They are entertaining the, the, the people who see them as lower and deprived and, and only necessary for their own amusement. That's basically what they are. And that's just what it is. 
because I've never seen anyone. Now, if we get out of the United Snakes, you know, of America, and we go into the Caribbean, we see we we see the potential of what we can be in other social systems where you see brown people on the top layers and you see brown people on the bottom layers. We see a more equilibrium in that way. So from from us who come from other places, we we've seen where we, you know, especially from Africa and other places, we've seen where we've been the best and the worst. So we have that wonderful full spectrum of what we can be, the potential of what we can be at our highest and lowest. And that's healthy. That's why I always tell people, travel outside the country so that you can feel better about yourself, so that you're not stuck in this whole socialized system of the matrix, which will perpetually was created to make you feel less than and, and, and to degrade your sense of value in this world and it's not true if you go outside other places i'm not saying we're not oppressed in other places but it's the social system is a lot healthier for us to see and it's healthier for us to program reprogram ourselves so that we have um higher goals and we don't have a cap keeping us held in a box limited to whatever they think here in the states we are we we can do right right well what you think about currently taking place with um, I've seen a count meter put up about those who are heading from out of the United States into Canada, and what? it is jumping <laughs> um, kind of high. As well as also, if I heard so-called blacks say um, African Americans say they're going back to Africa. Um, the I fact hope they don't is, is that the, yeah, mm-hmm. we got to be careful. We have to be careful because again, if you are reactive you will fall right into the program because remember programs are meant to lead you in one direction or another and based, you should never make a decision based on fear. You should only make decisions when you are, when you are in your right state of mind, not reactive from something happening because usually when you're too reactive, you'll make poor decisions. Canada has closed its borders and the majority of people trying to go into Canada are probably Muslim because a lot of the Muslim community is very frightened of this man. And they should be. I, I understand it. They're very frightened of his policies. He has very extreme motivations. But I, I'd like to say to them that, remember, policies take while, a while to, um, to come into fruition. And it takes time. And, I, and a lot of the stuff he was saying, like most presidents, is smoke. It's smoke up the behind. It's, it's a lot of it, he's, he's talking a lot to appease to a certain population. And most, if not, 80% of what he says won't come to, won't come to life. And I would su- suggest that they, you know, hold it a little while longer. And this is coming from someone who comes from a foreign family. I'm not saying that we shouldn't leave when, but wait, wait it out a little bit and get an idea of what's happening. We don't even know if this man will make it to inauguration. You know what I mean? <laughs> so, you know, they're trying to pop him off on stage at least three times already. I mean, so let's wait it out and be a little more patient. People are trying to leave Africa. We got to be mindful because unless we're going there with our own, because, you know, like um, I think most deaf went, another couple of people I knew went there. We got to be careful because you, when we leave America, some, they're being very vindictive right now. Some people are trying to come back home or just to visit and they're keeping them a band from coming back in the States. So just be mindful if you leave under the under the guys that you are taking the exodus because you don't like them, they know this and they will bar you from coming back in the states even for a visitation. We got to be really mindful right now. I I always say take on dual citizenship. 
so that you make a smart decision that if it doesn't work out over there, because remember, culturally, a lot of us are not in this, you know, you know my um, my um, thoughts on this. Many of the brown people here are from here. They're from the states. They're native. They're indigenous Americans that were here. Their genealogy is from here. And, the, you know, white America has changed historical archiving They've hid the history of the genealogy of the natives that were here. Many of the people here were from here. And I would be highly disappointed for some of our wonderful indigenous rich people to go and leave a place that their ancestors resided here naturally. This is my opinion. Totally agree. You know, um, we're trying to find ways right now to get um, because they've changed all, they've doctored all the um, the genetic testing to find the markers, you know, to be able to genetic genetically tie yourself to the natives here. And you know, my stance on Standing Rock, and I know it's such extreme, and you know, I I I'll take the backlash for it. But as someone who knows historically, and I also study genetics, and I worked with heredity, I know for a fact that those people, those so-called quote-unquote natives and Standing Rock and uh, what is it in um, uh, um, in um, what is that in uh, what's Standing Rock? What is that? What town are they in? I forgot. Dakota. Um, in Dakota. 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 Um, those are not natives. Those are those are watered-down others. And I even question if they're five-dollar Indians that were passed down that lineage. Their ancestors paid for the um, for the genie uh, for the nationality. And of course, they mix with a little bit of the native. So you see some of that. You see remnants of it. But it's, I, I call it out. Many of those people are not the actual native indigenous that were from here. And I also think metaphysically and spiritually, that is why they're not being supported. And that's why they're being accepted as, as karmic debt from them incepting on others and taking on a nationality that was not theirs in the first place. The natives that were here, even quoted by Columbus and other colonizers, they thought they were in Africa. They were lost trying to get to India so they could do, do trade because they didn't want to trade with the Muslims anymore. So they got lost, and they were supposed to go to India. They came to the Americas, and the first thing they said is they think they were in Africa because the people were Afrocentric look to them, meaning they had thick hair, froze. Even when their hair was braided, it looked more like dreads. That's a fact. They have pictures of it in Europe. You go to Italy, you see pictures of brown people. You don't see those people that you see on those reservations right now. It's not true. I'm not disrespecting them. I know that they have remnants, and maybe they believe that they are because they've been told that their whole lives. But we also know that there were Europeans buying the nationality of Native Indians to get free commerce and trade and keep land. And they would pay $5 illegally to, keep, to get the nationality of being Indian. And I, I don't blame that some of these people think that they are, but you look at them, they are not. It's a fact. And it pisses me off a little bit, excuse my language. It gets me really riled up that right. many of the, um, the native um, melanin-dominant people who try to get their nationality, like the Seminoles, a lot of them try to get their nationalities and try to talk, um, talk to the tribes, the Blackfoot, the Cherokee, the um, Iroquois, the um, the um, the other tribes that are there, and and try to get to ask them if they could hold their nationality for their own indigenous bloodlines. And you know what they told them? No, we're not giving you that. 
we're not allowing you to do that. So you know what I say when I see something like it was going down in Dakota? So be it. You incept on others. You do things like that. That's not your land. That's why the ancestors are not supporting you. They're going to let that. And that's also why the government can do that because they know that those people aren't the natives. They're not breaking any treaty. There's no natives left on those lands. Who are the real people? Exactly. And plus the oldest standing treaty is the Treaty of Peace and Friendship between the United States and Morocco or here, which is our Morocco, not the kingdom, but the empire. And You're right. if yeah. anyone read the book, African Holocaust, um, um, you know, before Columbus, um, the African Holocaust um, of Columbus is written by um, Dr. John Henry Clark. He states in there that what we refer to as the Malian Empire, the Ghana, um, the Ghana um, Empire, all of that was, was called the Moroccan Empire. And Columbus seen ships. Um, selling back, going towards Africa um, on his way coming here, you know, yes, to yes, the Caribbean. Yes, yes. So, you know, right. and that's what his him and his son both report within their diaries. You know, some say Columbus didn't exist. However, um, the diaries state specifically that they seen that when they went to um, Cuba, which is, you know, during that time he called it Queen, um, he called it Isabella, they seen a moth on top of the hill and that a, quote, unquote, a black emperor came to them and met them at the shore who spoke Arabic, Chaldean, and Hebrew. Yes. Oh, yes. Speak. Yes. Yes. You know, and that was in Cuba, you know, and that's why the yes. word Cuba is re- reminiscent of, of Kaaba, you know, Kaaba. Um, is because right. of that moth that they seen on top of the hill. You know, but Absolutely. many don't want to, you know, go and do any investigation. That's too much for them, you know. But well, this that's, is historical. Well, even if they do, a lot of, and I always say, a lot of our archive, a lot of our archives have been whitewashed or, or, or totally um, exonerated from any information that would even link any people um, of color. You know, and when I say of color, melanin dominant, I have to say that because people mm-hmm. get confused. They're, they're melanin dominant. These are people that were brown that were existed here. And we do know, yes, that because many of us are reminiscent of our brothers, but we, I love that um, Empress Sheba says this. She says, we're one tree with many different branches. We all existed on the surface. Of, there were many tribes that existed from Africa here, but they were here for hundreds of years. They were here for, from the, from the you know, beyond anything the European. The European has not been here that long. And, you know, my... Exactly theories that they were created so they have not been here they explored because they had no idea that the others existed outside of themselves so out of curiosity i get that they traveled and and, but also they're very domineering type of beings they know they don't just want to travel somewhere they want to destroy and take on the nationality take you know and step upon or parasite off of or vampiric off of whatever they can take and utilize and then utilize it as their own and take it on as their own nationality and get rid of anything that would be connection to the original people that were there. They've done it in all over mm-hmm. the globe. Right, right. And, um, the, the, see, and the, the problem with that is, is that that information is still coming to light here within the so-called Americas. You know, um, yeah. there's so many European um, Albion archaeologists such as um, Josh Rees, um, Ross Hamilton, and I know um, Ross Hamilton. Um, he, he, um, I've met him 
a couple of times up at the Serpent Mound in Ohio. And me and him have talked, you know, but this Jim um, Vieira, you know, um, this Richard Nave, you know, and mm-hmm. they have already revealed that the first American was what they refer to as Native Indigenous Blacks, Aboriginals, who built it's the ancient sad. mountains and pyramids. It's sad. Yes. There were pyramids here. There were pyramids in Mesoamerica. There were pyramids all over. They just only speak about pyramids in Egypt because now there are others there who lay that claim. But they were all over the planet because there was brown people all over the planet. And people were like, well, no, not in cool regions. Yes, there are because the Eskimos are brown too. So, you know, no, there's a problem with information and and archives and um, archaeological sites being um, degraded, destroyed, or being whitewashed. It's a fact, right. and right. Um, this is this is the issue issue that I take right now. Now, a lot of information is coming out, which I think is phenomenal. I love that our young people are so spry, and they're really, um, you know, they're really taking um, a lead in trying to find out information. My homeboys from UK who were working in genetics, they're geneticists, master geneticists. Um, they're originally from Nigeria, once from Tanzania. They're working diligently to do. Um, trying to find um, the markers for the indigenous bloodlines so that they can do actual testing that supersedes anything that we get here Um, because everything has been accepted over here. Um, And I hope that they're able to do that privately. I can't give them shout-outs yet because, again, we know that there are many people being murdered right now for doing this um, and showing that. So um, when they get to a point where they're able to do this, um, more vocally and publicly than by all means, I'm going to shout them to the, to, the, to the mountains and make sure everyone goes and gets tested. Right. Because uh, right so, now we still get that jackass, um, Henry Louis Gates, who's just going around saying everybody is African. You well, know? that's the problem. And, 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 problem. and yes, but there's no genetic markers in which that states specifically how old, you know, um, are you referring to? Is that before 400 years ago? You know, you, how about 5,000 years ago when the Omecs, you know, exactly um, had civilization exactly. here? How about 75,000 years ago with the Fosun? How about 2 Absolutely. million years ago with the with the um, people, who you refer to as the Pygmy? There's been so-called black people here already, you know, and they're, there's a book called Forbidden Archaeology, The Hidden History of the Human Race by Michael Creedmoor and Richard L. Thompson. And they speak in there that even in, there was a blast that was carried out in Dorchester, Massachusetts, where there was rocks that was blown out out of a um, out of a side of a um, of a hill. And what they found was a vase, and this vase was embedded inside a rock, and in which that dates back to 600 million years ago. Oh wow! So who in the hell there was built to melt 600 million years ago? Thank you. You know, so they're trying to keep us confined within um, um, a 20,000-year period. It had to jump from 6,000 years because they knew that Bible thing just didn't make any sense. But now (laughs) they're trying to confine us to a 10,000 to 20,000-year period now, you know? They're making us up. They make make things up as they go. Yeah. Right. Um, Indeed. And, you know, then we start to get into, you know, my thing is ETs, into melanated ETs. Beings, and I don't want to say ETs because that seems real spooky. Our galactic family, what, what was here previous to anything else? Who assisted us 
in creation and who many of us come from. This is, you know, this is what I talk about a lot and so on. And even in the book, um, The Ringmakers of Saturn, um, we talk about the Moors, but the Moors are even linked to Mars and to Saturn because Norman Brooklyn, who wrote the book, The Ringmakers of Saturn, Saturn, detailed seeing a craft. Now he's, he's someone who's notable. He's not, you know, he's not cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs. He is, um, he, he's credible. Um, the book is actually uh, phenomenal if anyone wants to get that, but he denotes the first time he saw an ET, an extraterrestrial, and it was a brother who was about seven feet tall and was wearing a turban. And he said he was dark. Well, you know, when he, when he, in his interview, it's kind black. of funny when he says it because he's black. black. Like it was so, like he was like, you, you can't mistaken that they were black brothers, you know? Right, um, right. And, and many of the accounts of some of even the people that are contactees that I know who are having contact, um, some in um, parts of uh, uh, Australia are seeing beings who are also wearing those turbans. And remember, we have, you know, we have the history of beings traveling back and forth at a time when we couldn't build crafts. You know, even the European couldn't build. That's why, you know, slavery is a, is a little bit of a huff and puff, too, because how many people could they actually have brought on those ships and how durable exactly. were those ships because they didn't have that kind of ac- um, architecture to build those crafts yet or engineering skills. But we do exactly. know that there were Moors in the middle of the water who gave them the information to get over here. Why were they in right. the water? And we also know they were traveling back and forth. How were they able to have crafts that were able to do that? And what kind of technology or engineering skills did they have to be able to do these things? So, you know, right. um, you know, we, we can go a little further in saying that we did have assistance of beings. And, you know, I, you know, I really made it a point to discuss with people that, you know, people were saying they were having ET contact. And a lot of the European sects of the UFO community and, um, you know, into, you know, extraterrestrial community only prefaced or talked about white extraterrestrials or grays. And it's interesting that that's all they will do is talk about these blonde hair, blue eyed beings. And, you know, you know, well, yeah, Nordic. But even in that case, we know that there's gamma radiation once you go high enough in the atmosphere, in order to not be highly affected or degraded by that gamma radiation, the only way you can surpass that point of going out into black matter is you would have to be hypermelanated. Now, you said that it is green. Yes. And a woman, because she's able to retain that type of radiation without degrading or breaking down. So we know that there's female cosmonauts because we found one. And, you know, you know, I've already gone into the Andromedans in this conversation, but it's interesting that I get the most battle from those from the European sects who have a hard time. Listen, you will believe in green people with scales. You will believe in, like, devilish type of demons. But as soon as I say that there's black, brown ETs, and God forbid they're female, you lose your mind and say it's an implausibility and possibility. This is the kind of battle that's happening in the UFO community is that it, it, would only be, um, it would only be logical to say that if we're putting melanin on ships, we do that now. We spray melanin on rockets to be able to shoot up to our satellites. Why are we putting on melanin? It is to protect the surface of that, that craft. Why do we have to do that? Because it has to go past the gamma radiation fields, which is hyper, 
hyper um, a, a great amount of radiation, and melanin absorbs it and disperses it. Or if you're a melanated person, it disperses it. It may not even disperse it. It may utilize it and transform it, which we saw in um, Chernobyl when they had the radiation leak in um, Russia. When um, Chernobyl right. had that big um, radiation thing, it was all they see around that old um, institution now is black mold, which is eating melanin, eating the radiation. It's literally feeding off of the radiation. This black, gooish mold that is highly melanated, and that that's just a little um, example of what melanin does. And also when they did the experimentation on the little brown boys in Mississippi, um, when they were paying parents to have the children experimented on, very poor um, rural families, um, and they were exposing the little children um, to radiation to see how much they can take without breaking down and degrading. Um, So why are they doing this? Why would you do this? Because you know that you can't travel. That's why I don't believe any astronaut that is not melanated has ever left this atmosphere. That is BS. I would call it, I'll call it out every time. There's no way. If they did, their brains would melt. They would not make it. It's a fact. Exactly. You have to have melanation exactly. to leave here. And that's why they were sending apes too as well, because the apes had more melanation and an active, um, um, active melanation to be able to surpass that. But that's the only way I believe it. And not all apes can go up there either. It has to be an ape that actually has melanation, not just, you know, because you know um, you have to have a certain amount of melanation to be travel to travel out there as well. It has to bleed to the surface of your skin, not just be on your organs. Right. I'm sorry, I went on a tangent. <laughs> no, 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 no. That's where we want to go. We want to get into the extraterrestrial um, yes. sciences. Um, right. But before we do, let me call on my co-host, Brother Fahim L. You here? Yeah. Oh, and how are you, East? Yeah, I tell you what's to East. All right, all right. I got you on in, and um, I don't know if you got a chance to hear part of the discussion here. The guy that's yes, been going on about um, the events in which that is taking place currently, in which that we know is the presidency, and Trump being the presidential elect, and how it could have been fixed or rigged because of his him being in cahoots with um, Putin, and how Hillary just you know, out of, you know, shit out of luck, as we would say, um, because of the interplay between um, them two and how it could have been also just two weeks ago now, she brought this to the to the surface, two weeks ago there was a cyber attack in which that was on the news. And they were saying that the cyber attack came from Russia. But then they also tried to spin it off and said that it came from China. But eventually they ended up saying that it came from, um, from quote-unquote, the presidential candidate Hillary Clinton and her camp, mm-hmm. you know. Um, mm. So there's a lot of strange things taking place here. So we're just trying to put everything into, um, into a box here so we can see how mm-hmm. you know, we can best fit everything. Um, we was going also into the extraterrestrial um, right. thing and how even in the conscious community, in particular amongst the so-called New Agers, how they attempt to reject um, the so-called, quote-unquote, uh, you know, melanated 
you know, extraterrestrials, you know, in which that we know that we being the original people on the planet Earth, that the people in space will have to look also like us, being that we're the oldest people Absolutely. on the planet Earth itself. It just mm-hmm. makes sense. Absolutely. But, of course, they always want to bring up the Nordic, you know, the blonde hair, blue eyes, you know, reptilians, as we know they are. You know, um, as they, you know, as that is nothing more than a mere disguised Ashtar. Exactly. Exactly. Um, you know, we we understand that. You know, um, you know that these awesome draconian beings. Also, you know that the grays aren't really gray. They're you know whitish, pale. You know, um, but at night they look kind of grayish. When people keep talking about that they are gray. Um, we know that the Anunnakian, um, the goddess broke down on the videotape that um, the Anunnakian seed is in Haiti. There's gold under yeah. Haiti. There's oil yeah. in Haiti. Um, matter of fact, the oil in Haiti was up to $120 billion. Um, so Haiti right. is not um, depleted of resources as of yet. It is one of the richest areas, and this is why they sent the hurricane uh, Matthews through which was generated by hearts to destroy, right. killed over 9,000 Haitians, my people, you know. Um, right. And then had the nerve to come and pour that shit through North Carolina where it destroyed our property at, um, Brother mm-hmm. Al, as you know. So right. um, this is an attack on those, with, as the sister said, with the Anunnaki and genes um, and genealogy, yeah. you know. And the word Anunnaki means those who came from, from up there to down to earth, um, mm-hmm. you know, based on the Chaldean, based on the Akkadian, based on the Mesopotamian cuneiform translation. However, I also translate that Anu means up there, as in sun, but also Naki symbolizes serpent. So when yeah. we say the serpent in the rainbow, we talk about the seven chakras, right, yeah. and the Kundalini mm-hmm. coming up through the seven chakras, you know, to the, produce the sun at the seventh chakra, which is that sun just around the head. So, once again, as above, so below, as within, mm-hmm. so without. Um, that's the supreme axiom. So, that word Anunnaki has several layers to it. You know, and also the Palladians. I know you've been doing your um, videos on the Palladians as well as also yeah. on, you know, the drama beings. You know, let's talk about them for a minute because a lot of people don't yeah. About them. Well, I, I'm a, you know, I've, I've, I've talked about the Andromedans for a little while. Um, I'm a contactee of those particular females, but it took me many years to realize there was a link between them and a couple other beings. The Andromedans are brown, melanated, dreadlocked cosmonauts. That one of the Andromedans was found on the dark side of the moon. Of course. Again, the European sect has claimed her as being something other than what she is. When you see a picture, I posted her picture um, several times. She looks like a sea star. She actually looks like Erica Badu with her eyes closed. Um, this, is, this is a seed of one of the Andromedan females. This Andromedan female has always existed here. She actually was uh, assisting in rulership at a time in the Mayan Empire because she was originally from there. Um, again, another melanin dominant. You know, the Mayan culture was full of richness and melanin. The people there were quite bronze and brown and dark, and that was their complexion. And actually, um, there were quite a few empires that were ruled by empresses um, before the time that the patriarch took, 
took full reign over those um, those areas in the Yucatan area, arena. But they are also connected, those Andromedan females are also connected to Inanna, which is um, the Anunnaki daughter of Inki. Inanna herself was um, reigned and was um, head of some of the properties, um, some of the kingdoms in Yemen and um, in parts of Ethiopia, um, linking that with ancient Kemet. Now, with the Anunnaki bloodline, they've purposefully, I don't know if you've seen the movie Avatar. Avatar is actually a story about Haiti. Nobody knows about that. It's the story of Haiti, the tree of life. What is the number one thing that they're doing right now in Haiti? They're deforestizing. They're deforestizing. Why are they doing that? Because they're clearing the land for what? To get under to the gold. That's what they've been trying to do. That's why the Anunnaki were there. That bloodline was there to keep and protect and hold that up until their ancestors, the greater ancestors that were to come back on Nibiru. They were just the watchers, the ones who were guarding the area until family, basically the galactic family, would come back and return, which is about now. But all they've been doing consistently in the United States is breaking that, clearing off, clearing off the people. And we also know that, um, you know, I'm an advocate for the mothers and the babies there because a lot of the babies have been orphaned and many Christian groups were going down there and getting those children and taking them to the States, especially in the Midwest, and using them as chattel and slaves. And, again, we know that the organ market is high on melanin organs. Um, you know, melanate, melanated organs are worth more than gold right now on the black market scene. And a lot of these babies were showing up missing or body parts were missing and mm. um, were taken uh, we were saying um, after the earthquake last time that harp generated, and we know that harp generated the earthquake in Haiti because right before this happened, um, there was a, I think it was in Switzerland, they had a, like a summit, some sort of political summit, and the Haitian prime minister walked out, and they said, if you walk out, we're going to have a problem with us. Right after he walked out of that meeting, it was a heated meeting that they had at a summit. I think it was in Switzerland or in Sweden. Um, I think it was a week later or two days later that they had the earthquake, that devastating earthquake in Haiti. And after that earthquake in Haiti, the Clintons made sure they went there and bought all the waterfront land and all the land there. We know our Haitian people Mm. there that are over there now saying that a lot of the land and everything was taken and all the money given to the Red Cross was crossed, um, the money was crossed with the Clinton administration. They were doing, they were um, almost like side by side. Like if we gave money to the Red Cross, the Clintons were, um, I don't know if they were ciphering the money through their organization, saying that they would take care of it. And we're talking about, yes, a billion something dollars. You're telling me only six homes were built in Haiti with a billion something dollars? Remember remember Bernie cartoons back in the days where, um, Bugs Bunny and Elmo would be sent down, and he'd be shelling out the money. He'd be like, "One for you, one for me. Yes, one two for me, yes. one one yes. for you. Yes. you know what I'm saying? The shell game, mm. you know, type of thing with the money. And that's what they was doing. That's that's the ciphering off Absolutely. that the Clintons were doing. Um, you know, so yeah, definitely, that's exactly why I can. And, and and that's why I'm not upset that Clinton didn't win. Remember, I'm not a supporter of either party. I have a problem with both of them, but I'm more as being a Francophone, you know, I'm Martinican and I have a problem with my Francophone people being abused 
and utilize. And I'm part of that community, and I know more so. And that's what I tell people. I said, you know, the French people, we we tend to kiki amongst each other, so we know what's going on in the back way. A lot of the people don't know because, they, you know, again, language sometimes separates us in culture. So sometimes things are not spoken out loud or things are not um, translated appropriately that other people know exactly what's going on. But we know that the Clintons were buying up all that land and they were using the money that they got from all those donations. You're telling yeah. me they had that crap load of money? And it's, it's amazing that they bought land right next to where they planned to frack and um, try to get the oil from underneath the land along with the gold. And again, if you watch the movie Avatar, that is the story of Haiti, of inceptors coming in, trying to kill the mother tree, the tree of life, and that's basically what they're doing now, killing off all the wildlife. Haiti is the most beautiful, most resourceful island there is. And remember, as La, La Hispaniola, which is Dominican Republic and Haiti combined at one point, you're telling me that when I tell people they're saying um, possibly it's not hard, how do you know that? You know how I know that? Because it's impossibility. I'm from the Caribbean. You're telling me that you have an earthquake that only affects one part of the island and not the whole. It's one island. So Dominican Republic exactly. is not touched. The earthquake, but the earthquake touched? went to the border said, and stopped. Oh, they Mexican? Come on. You, that's insane. That's insanity. And then you tell me also that Dominican Republic is not touched during the biggest hurricane that comes through there. So basically doesn't touch them, but it makes sure it clears off of all the Haitians. Come on now. Mm. We, we have to be a little more logical, too. Wow. That's deep. That is an issue. It is the same bloodline of Anunnaki that is in Haiti. It is the same migratory Haitians that went to Louisiana. That's why they cleared it off of Louisiana. They're trying to clear off a specific bloodline of Anunnaki to try to make it. This is draconian. Um, this is definitely the draconians and the insectilians that are doing this. It's their white type of reptilians that work with the dark cabal, you know, what some people call the Illuminatis. I don't give them that credence. I never... I never call them that because they're not illuminated in any way. And I will right. never state them as that. Exactly. They are they are parasitic, vampiric type of beings. All they do is feed, feast, and fornicate. That's what they do. That's how they're driven. That is their genealogy. That is their species type. So I don't call them anything. But what they try to do is because the Anunnaki Planet X, which some people call Nibiru, is coming home. The mothership is coming back in, um, hind, you know, in line of sight. Because of that, they want to clear off as many of that bloodline as possible because those are the ones that are going to be activated. When I say activated, meaning that your genealogy will start to have some of its memories. When the mothership comes back, she, acti- she activates her children, her starseeds. And when that happens, as you see with the brown people on the planet right now, a lot of people are waking up, eating better. Girls are getting mm-hmm. natural hair. Right. You notice this, right. there's a mass awakening. That's, mm-hmm. that's, that's because mama's back. And she's coming back to, to, to she doesn't know. Remember, this is, Nibiru is not a planetoid. It is, a, it is like a, it is a ship. But it comes into, it goes around in a cycle. Remember, their lifespan is longer than ours. So for them, they could be gone for, let's say, three days. And for us, it's like a thousand years. You see mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So they're like parents that left home and left guardians here to watch the children and the seeds come to fruition. But when they left, the draconians, some of the guards here, killed off many of the seeds and have kept them hostage, feeding and, and utilizing them. Now they're coming back into, you know, into the perfume, into the line of the planet again, and a lot of the draconians are terrified, so they're trying to kill off all the seeds. 
so that they don't have numbers. Okay. And many of the Bible, the Quran, talk about these days. You know, they, they all speak about, you know, the angels, the, you know, the ones from the heavens. It's, it, the stories are all the same, just different books, different, different belief systems carrying them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, you, so you said they've been, uh, uh, the Clintons have been buying property in Haiti. Uh, yeah, they have. The disaster. My language. Yeah. yeah. And they've been buying up yeah. land and uh, only built six homes out of all six that money they homes. got. I've asked, yeah. Crazy thing about out of that. $120 billion, dollars, Brother L. Ain't that something? And, and wait, 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 wait. We still have tent cities. We still have people living in tents on hills, dangerous hills. There's no running water. There's no wells. You have them, cholera broke out because of the, you know, it's not sanitary. Because when you're going to the bathroom so close, you know, you get that many people going to utilize the river and the waterways for the bathroom then you're going to start to get outbreaks of simple things like, you know, bacteria that we normally would just take care of with antibiotics or just good hygiene. That's nothing but toxic. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Nothing but toxic. Okay. Yes. Yes. Uh, A lot of people, this this morning I was looking at uh, 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 Channel 4 this morning, Channel CBS this morning, and how some of the saddened faces this morning, and I was surprised. I said uh, they were uh, looking for Hillary Clinton to, uh, Clinton to win, and I really didn't care because mm-hmm. you know I know it's all a facade. It you is. Know? And uh, you know uh, 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 Donald Trump is not going to do half of that stuff. He told them the people he's going to do. Yes, he's not going to do half of that. And he's not going to do half of that no, stuff because he, he has to do he what can't. the people told tell him what to do. That's exactly. He's a slave now. He's not going to like it. He's not that type of person. Again, no. I, I, this man is 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 an egregious wealthy man who's not used to keeping in perimeters. He usually quits and starts over again from scratch with his marriages, with his businesses. He's not used to having strongholds to anything. He's real whimsical. He's he's going to have a difficult time, and they're going to have a difficult time with him. Yeah, so they're going to they, uh, stress him out like they did Obama. Absolutely, absolutely. They'll do exactly what they did, even worse. And even with Hillary Clinton, you know, my issue with her is I will I am a defender of children and families and babies. I can never support a woman. First of all, she's a statement and a witch that we were going to say. We were saying if there was if she was voted in, she'd be the first witch in the public mm-hmm. office. That's the problem. She is, but she's she is a witch, but she is a Satan of the Satanist fact. She's a Satanist. Mm-hmm. It's a fact. She's molested. You have young ladies talking about she's molested and raped them. I mean, she, you know, all the rumors about her being a homosexual was true. She was raping and har- harming young girls, her and her husband. Um, that is a fact. These women have come out. They've kind of tried to put it underneath the table, try to right. pay them the off. Right, to come out with it was Kathy O'Brien. Who um, said right. that Hillary Clinton was um, obsessed with the way that her vagina was cut? Hmm. Yes. Wow. And this is and this is damn nearly twenty years ago. That's right. And 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 just to be honest, she's done more t- tyrannical things on the back leg, especially to brown people. I mean, with the Planned Parenthood. She's part of that whole sect of bringing in the Planned Parenthood and every brown community so that the babies are killed. I mean, we've got, she's, she's in bed with so many demons. It's, it's disgusting. I wouldn't have supported her even if she, she hung upside down and put 
um, you know, cleansed herself with with sage. I wouldn't touch her. She's dirty. Right. Her and her family are dirty. They're Satanists. And what the, where this is a win for us, and I have to say this, is that the Satanists have had control of the political system in the United States from inception, from when they came here. This is the first time we do not have a candidate that is part of the Satanist sect. Remember, there's lots of witches and lots of occultists. There's all kinds of masons and different things. This is Satanists are part of that system, but they're separate. She is a Satanist. She particularly follows the Satanist rules of delegation and practices, meaning that they eat children, they harm babies, and they also um, have all kinds of sexual rituals where they invoke demons. That's a fact. That's what Satanists mm-hmm. do. Okay? So yes. that's what she's come from. This is the first time we have a president that is not part of that. Even Obama's kin were Satanists. He was bloodlined to the Satanists. He is bloodlined to the Queen, as the Clintons are. Direct bloodline. Now, if you notice, with Trump, Trump is a little bit of a difference. The only people I know who have an interest in Trump are the White Hall quote-unquote aliens. They're, they're, they're claiming him right now, which is interesting. But remember who Trump's wife is. I, a couple months ago, I made a video on it. I know people, <laughs> you know, I, I know I'll go on the tinge with this, but there's a group of what I consider to be insectilians. I don't think there's a bunch of reptilians ruling. I think at the top tier, it's insectilians. And how I can kind of tell you that that's true is that why do they call everything a colony? Everything's colonized, Right. Why do we have a queen? So the language in itself will also detail the species that are ruling, okay? We use a lot of verbiage that is connected to insect type of things. We bug everything, you know. So this is the, on the top here, there are beings that are not even reptilians. There's something else, insectilians. Trump's wife, before he even was running, I said she has very insectilian ways, insectilian ways. I said a lot of the insectilian queens will attach themselves to very notable males that are of power. Not only that, where is Trump's wife from? He's friendly with Russia, but his wife is from that arena. She's from that area. Where is she from? Mm-hmm. Who is she? She has very insectilian ways. If you look at her, you know, we talk about it, you know, I, I do videos on this and I don't want to scare anybody because they'll be like, oh, God, she's going on a tangent. Mm-hmm. But insectilian females Guinness. are actually very fem. Yeah. Not, say that again? I said, get them. Go at them. Okay. <laughs> well, insectilian, <laughs> there's insectilian queens that I've, 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 you know, it's my thought because I surmise things based on the information I get, the tons of conversations and intel that I get from people that I kiki with, that I speak to, a lot of the research I did. And I've been in this world for a long time. I'm not a young, you know, I'm not a young chick. I'm, you know, I'm seasoned. So I've been in this world for a while. Right. What I noticed with the insectilian type of queens like Amber Rose, which I call out to be one, and also um, Kim Kardashian, they have hypersexualized pheromonic qualities that put men under spells. Um, when they do this, they make sure they attach to males that will be something or politically um, politically active enough to attach to, or they'll place these insectilian queens with entertainers that they feel they want to control. You know, like, um, like um, uh, what's her name's husband? Um, um, uh, you know, what's his name? Um, the rapper, the one that um, Kim Kardashian's married to. Um, oh, Kanye West. Uh, 
Kanye West, Kanye West. But if you notice, they had attached him to an insectillion first with Amber Rose. She was the first one. Right. It didn't That's work right. that well. She didn't. She didn't. She wasn't strong enough. They set her up with another insectillion queen, which is, which is um, Kim Kardashian. Now Kim Kardashian comes from an old line of insectillions, and they're all witches as well. That's why their husbands are under their spell. These women are. This is what they do. That's that's one of their qualities as a species. They're able to um, enchant men and keep them under this. Now, Africans talk about this. You have African tribes who speak about these queens. Sometimes they're reptilian, but sometimes they're insectilians. They talk about these women that men would just walk by them and would be enchanted by them and could not leave them alone. This is a fact. This, this, this is a quality of certain females that they have this, where they keep men under their, their spell. And it's not a spell. They have this pheromonic. It's a chemical, um, it's a chemical type of ability that they are once a male smells this or gets into their 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 peripheral, they're able to get him under their um, under mind control, and they will change his physiology based on the proximity and you know more sexual activity they have with these queens, the more under their spell that they are because they're picking up pheromones internally. And I, I know I go <laughs> so anyway. So tr- Trump's wife, I. I called it like this is before he ran. I said she reminds me of an insectilian queen. They're very ambiguous in look. They look multi-raced. They don't look like black, white, or anything. They look like a mixture. All the insectilian queens I've noticed to be, they look real ambiguous. You couldn't tell their race if you if you wanted to. They almost look like every race perfectly matched in one. And I think I think that Trump's wife is an insectilian queen that was set up to set him up. And that's why he has good ties with Clinton. I think the Russians, the Russians have been known to send insectilian queens over here to get the congressmen enchanted so they can get information, to get intel. I think they sent him up from before, and that's why he won. Okay. That's just my opinion. Like, like a lot of a lot of the, the unconscious people, they, yeah, he got a lot of Republicans in the House now. Yeah, he's a Republican. They Republicans. I said they're gonna tear that man ass up. They will. They will. I said, I said, they can't wait till they yeah. get old to him. That's why no, Obama, they, they, Obama, I'm to, to, to the White House tomorrow. tomorrow. Yeah, Go he ahead. didn't even look that happy that he won. He looked a little nervous. I was watching his person. I mean, he looked happy, but I could, I, he's, this is a man with a lot of reverence. He, I could feel his concern. I could feel it. Like, mm-hmm. he, he knows. He looked like he was surprised him. that he won. He was. He was shocked. <laughs> I know, shocked. Yeah, it's 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 not a game. Look how gray um, Obama got in a matter of eight years. He exactly. Looked, you know, he he was stressed out. You know, the only thing that you know Trump doesn't have to worry about because he has hair plugs, so we won't see his gray. But we'll we'll see him be <laughs> affected. Mm-hmm. See more um, wrinkles on his face. I know that. You will. You will. He'll be stressed out, but. As far as I'm concerned, I think um, there's a tie into a couple things going on politically and with the shift of the planet and with the arrival of many of our galactic ancestors. I think it's all tied into one. I think that's why I say this was not a loss. It was a win in that an old regime, an old sector that has always ruled over the United States since it's been created in, you know, as a corporation is gone. It's the first time that's ever happened. That's mm-hmm. a win. That's a win. 
Now, would we have liked to see right. a different that's, candidate? That's yeah, exactly we can't what, get everything. Um, Alex Jones was talking about how that was a win. However, if Donald steps out of line, he said we'll be bashing him on, on here too. <laughs> so, so that was interesting that he said of, that. Yeah. Yeah. But allegedly, yeah. we know uh, that Donald Trump is doing court after the election day, which is allegedly because of the FBI what? continuing investigation of child rape and racketeering charges. Um, what? Same thing wait, with wait, Hillary. Cool? Yeah, Hillary, yeah, right? that's what that's what is claimed. Okay. You know, that's what is claimed. Um, that's a raw story, uh, which you know you can get that at rawstory.com. You know. Okay. Um, okay. about about a thirteen year old girl that allegedly he raped. Um, yeah. but these are all you know stories, you know, in which that should have, you know, took him down. You know, if that was the case. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. I agree. You know, I mean, yeah. it, it, like 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 we are going to wait and observe because. Again, this man hasn't made – we got to see if he makes it to inauguration because, like I said, people were trying to pop him off um, every time they come on the stage, and that's only when he was running. You've got a lot of very angry, hostile people, you know, that are deep in the matrix and matrix mindset, and they've taken this as, like, do or die kind of thing. And the fact of the matter that they closed off the border to Canada, and if those are Muslim people trying to leave, if they were worried about terrorism, they, he should be concerned about it coming at him now. Because if you know you're going to say all these horrendous things of what you're going to do to people who are you know I know many of Muslims that are here they've been here for years that it doesn't matter they they live out the American dream like everybody else um, I know more hostile uh, Puerto Ricans than I know hostile Muslims so you know just the fact that he's detailed and and put these people under um, under scrutiny and fear he he's it's going to be his backlash it might it might be to his end. Yeah, like I said, you know, if you notice how uh, when Obama won the election the first time, if you notice how uh, Bush was so glad to leave that office. He was. He was really happy. Yes, he's a drinker, too. Bush wanted to go back some more beers without being looked at like like a drunk. He wanted to enjoy his life and, and not be under the scrutiny of consistently always being spied on, looked at, can't do anything. You can't have any privacy. I mean, it's not a position. Taking presidency is not a position for the very weary and the very modest and exactly. very Exactly, exactly. It's not. Because he's and, not uh, used to that. He, no. He, he, no, no. He, he, his life, life as, he, as, he had, as he know it now, now uh, it's, it's gone. He can't get massages and have sex with little girls anymore in privacy. He everything he does is going to be looked at, scrutinized, and um, put under a magnifying glass. Exactly. He, he has to be on schedule. The president has a schedule from seven o'clock in the morning to five o'clock when he goes to sleep daily. He's not used to yeah. that. He has boardrooms. When he doesn't want to go to work, he sends his cronies out to work his boardrooms. That's what he's always done. Right, and and plus this was. Um, this is why people are saying that the election was rigged due to the fact that this is um, 11-9 as compared to 9-11, the results. Yeah, yeah. And, you yeah. know, and of course, you know, this 11-9 symbolizes the fact of him coming into play and being announced as the winner 
2 o'clock in the morning, which was on 11-9. So, wow. um, you know, this, this right here shows that, you know, him getting elected as the president-elect on the 11-9, you know, the reverse of 9-11 symbolizes a, um, um, a ritual. A reversal. It's the inversion. Right, the reversal. Hopefully he'll go in the reverse of what took place in the 9-11 with the fear tactics, you know, um, and, you know, and lead towards somewhat more peace. You know, that is what is being speculated or stated anyway by Alex Jones. I doubt it. Okay. You know, however, that's what is being speculated. Well, He's also the 45th president, which is a nine. We're going into 999, which the nine ether beings are coming back. It can can be positive for him. He's the typical white male. White supremacy is leaving. So I can't can't imagine him being successful in his term. Just the nine alone is going to place him, because he's the opposite. Remember, 666 is the European, even though it's, even though it's the molecular structure of carbon, it is the inversion of 999. When we existed on this planet, especially when we flourished as people of color, we were under the nine ether, um, Mm -hmm. you know, um, type of vibration. And we're going back to 999. And it's interesting that he took a nine, you know, as a president. So it's not going to be for his benefit. It's probably going to end up hurting. No, it's not. No, it's not. Yeah. He's coming into a crumbling empire. Because yeah. this empire getting ready to fold. Well, you've got children walking out of high schools now, beautiful brown children. You've got, a, you've got a world that's just breaking apart consistently. We are at the end of their cycle. Their cycle is done. We're going back to nine ether being uh, vibration. Nothing that is not in that, in that sitting well in that vibration can last or survive. And there are and anti-trust. Trump riots going on right now in the city. Oh, he's got us. Jeez, how you doing? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Philly. Peace, 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 y'all. Um, y'all yeah, said where in they Philly? Protesting coast to coast. My father-in-law just gave me an mm-hmm. update on what's taking place. So yeah, they're riding. Oh, um, go ahead, Queen. Um, tell them what's going on. Yeah, yeah, they are riding. They're basically um. Um, chanting together, um, things like um, pussy grabs back, pussy grabs back, and things like <laughs> black lives matter, um, trans lives matter. <laughs> they just go oh, wow. in, y'all. Oh. It's all complex. Everybody's rioting. Yo, it's, mm. it, that's going to be catchy, too. It's going to catch. It's not Like I said, it's a nine. He's not going to fare well. His life is going to this, – this might be the beginning. Well, this might be the catalyst for, um, for what they said was the revolution of the melanated person because for us to get back to ourselves, we have to dis- discard and disrobe of this matrix formula, and this might be what needed to happen for us to do that. Yeah. Oh, true indeed. Absolutely. Oh boy. Well, I mean, interesting. Well, you know, I'm 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 excited to uh <laughs> to to uh, observe the entertainment part of this. But I do hope that our um you know, we we have to be mindful that for the last couple of years now they've been preparing themselves with weaponry for this and FEMA camp. And there's a reason why they did that. 
Right. Exactly, to use them. And so to anybody out there yeah, protesting in, in that yeah. manner would be um, a pawn in order to be utilized within the particular concentration camps or detain centers or whatever term that they want to use. Well, you know, if our people know better, we, we know that we are everlasting beings, and if we go and go, we need to be bowdy. I mean, we literally have to go ball to the wall. We can't chant. And we can't protest anymore because that's just consistently doing the same thing we always did. If we go, if we want something different, we're going to have to bring it to the fullest level, right, you know, right. without fear of death. Because remember, as carbon beings, we recycle. Our souls are everlasting. So it is what it is. And the ancestors will support. They will only support us when we it's, it's the same answer that the Christians say, God only does for those who do for themselves. If they see you as a punk and you're punking out and you're, scared they're not they they want the best for us but they want us to want more for ourselves and fight for our own self right you know we can't sit idly keeping our hands up in the air expecting that's going to happen dudes are getting shot with their hands in the air that's not working the number one the number one thing that can hurt them the most the number one the biggest thing that can hurt hurt them the most is 90 percent of us get nationalized oh that would be nice I say at least 90%. We would have to all be in, well, remember, you know. That's what I'm saying. Many of us are not. That's what I'm saying. But I know know what you're saying, too. And on top of that, um, 90% of us getting our own businesses and being inspired to do the, you know, the sacred work, such as breathing techniques and, Mm -hmm. you know, just like the goddess was saying, eating right. We're also not putting these chemicals in our hair so our antennas can you know, and our spirits can lead us properly. So it's, I yeah. feel like we're ready, but sometimes you don't know until you have to go through the situation, you know? So yeah. Yeah. we just yeah. can't think I was just barbing the whole world with gold light, you know, barbing ourselves with gold light. You know, everything is going to work out. It always does. So like you said, we recycle. Yeah. Discomfort mm-hmm. is the biggest catalyst for change is the motivation to change we don't change when we're apathetic we don't change when we're comfortable we only change when we're uncomfortable you put someone in an uncomfortable position they're not going to sit there too long they're going they're going to strike out they'll either totally give up or they'll they'll go for gold you know what i mean so we have to be uncomfortable and this is actually probably a good way maybe this fear the motivation of Maybe this Clinton, for most Clinton, was hope for them still. Maybe the loss of that hope is going to bring people to the point where they're like, you know what, if I can't live well, if I can't have security for myself and my family, I'm going I'm to grab it. I'm going to take it. And if I don't live, then I just don't. But I'm going to make sure I try my hardest to get it that way. You know, because, you know, you don't, you don't get anything from begging. You take, your, you take your freedom. Freedom is not something you ask for. You just, you just take it. Right. Right. And I'm not saying go and then all you have war, like, but I'm just saying. Oh no, God, go ahead, Queen. I'm sorry, we were trying to say it at the same time, but I was noticing that you had this goddess, and she had natural hair, and she was saying we were slaves because we chose to be. You know, what? that goes back to what you were saying. You have to take freedom. Freedom. Yes. Yeah. Yes, we've always heard that saying. We've always been free. We remember they've been perpetuating that those thoughts. They've been projecting things upon us, and we've accepted it. We were we were always free. We we the, the, our notion of not being free is something we've taken on from them. 
That's their projection onto us. We have freedom. If we don't, if, listen, I always tell people, because someone was talking to me, I'm a foreigner. My family comes from foreign people. People are saying, oh, my God, I hate this country and so on. You really don't. If you really hate it and you're that fearful, get the hell out. You know what I mean? It's, it's that simple. When you're ready, you will do what's necessary to get to the next point. You're not ready. When people really want something, they do it. I see young men do anything to get a new pair of sneakers, fresh and fly. They, they will go hook and crook to get it. Mm-hmm. They, we need to have that motivation for bigger, grander things that are more long-term. That's what we have to do. And many brown people are uncomfortable. Are we uncomfortable enough to take the steps to the, to the new level and not participate with any of these people at all and just say, listen, we're not effing with y'all, and if you come at us, we're going to come with our lives, and you're going to lose a lo- whole lot more of your people. And remember, white people don't like losing lives. They don't get to lose that as much as we, we see more lost lives in our communities than they see in theirs. They don't like to lose lives. They don't. They take it more personally. That We've gotten sense. numb to that a That makes bit. sense. FBI um, stood down to when the whole town, nobody died, and then everybody was acquitted. So that makes there sense. And then also, too, I remember the conversation that was going on after um, Gavin Long um, supposedly shot up Dallas, Texas. No, Louisiana. Mm-hmm. You know, the whole energy on the oh. TV, it was like coming together and love, which they're trying to utilize that same vibration now, coming together and Uh-huh. They only want to come together so, yeah. if it's advantageous for them, but they don't want to come together if it's advantageous for us. I mean, you can't have it both ways. You can't only want to do it when it's, you know, beneficial to you and your people, but then you're okay. You know, I talk to, you know, I live in a world where I talk to Becky's all the time. You know, you can't be cool. If you, you can't be my home girl if, you, if you're okay with my babies dying incessantly, and that doesn't make you bat an eye. You're still eating your Frosted Flakes in the morning, and that doesn't bother you. You can be my home girl if my life and my children's life affects you, and if they're if they're degraded, if they're degraded, if they're harmed in any way, that makes you feel like crap, and that makes you want to fight for me. That's that's the only way I'm rocking with anybody who's not looking like me. And I have home girls like that, but there's not many. We have to get to that point, and uh, you know I'm cool. Listen, I'm 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 cool knowing that me and my ancestors, I'll do what's necessary for my, for my little people to extend their lives, to live well, and even if I have to be a martyr to do it. I'm cool with that. But I'm going to do it in a way that I make sure that if I go that route, I'm going to win. And I'm going to make sure anybody around me has that same mindset. Right. If you notice, so, uh, most of the uh, Europeans that have been to space they can't deal with space like uh, a melanated person can. Uh, we had a few uh, melanated astronauts that went to space, but when they came back, they were more more. Uh, they had a more uh, shorter recovery than the European astronauts. Uh, do you have you ever noticed that? I I you know. My my answer is I don't think they ever went to space. I don't. I I personally know that you need melanin to go there. I the brothers might have gone. They might have simulated the act and they may have thought they left because they've done that. They have holographic technology to make people mm-hmm. think that they've gone somewhere where they haven't. I personally mm-hmm. don't think that they've ever left the stratosphere. I don't think they can. I personally okay. know if you go into that gamma radiation, you have to have a lot of melanin to protect mm-hmm. your organs. 
or will melt you down. And if you go to any radiation station that is like Chernobyl or over in uh, Fukushima, those people are, are, are highly, they're dying, their organs are melting, but they, they were sending native type of darker type of people over there mm-hmm. who had more tolerance for the radiation. That's a fact. Okay. Okay, because I, so I noticed seem like they age real fast. They age yeah. like uh, I don't know. They age when they when they, they walk, well, like you said, when they're supposed to you know, call themselves going into space, whatever, and they mm-hmm. come back, they age. I mean, man, uh, yeah. like almost like a couple a couple of years older, maybe more. You know. Mm. Then I meant that. Closer to the. Um, ozone layer, but actually, like the goddess said, they did not go anywhere. They just went like a hundred thousand feet into the atmosphere. Mm-hmm. They they don't have, okay. actually. They even put melanin at the tip of the um, spacecraft so they could go. Okay. Y'all remember the challenge mm-hmm. blew up? I believe that was in eighty five, and then that was the last time it was televised. Yeah, yeah. Uh, they can't mm-hmm. even deal with that. Hmm. No, no. The, I know that there are beings leaving here in jump and sh- jump rooms because they've spoken about that. There's plenty of intel, super soldiers, people who've talked about leaving here in what we consider to be stargates, which they do have natural stargates on the planet. There's places, pinnacle places, especially in Yemen, um, in Israel. Um, we have them here in the States. There are, jump, there are places where people go and they can leave and go to other places, but that's the only place the European is leaving through. He cannot leave this planet through a ship, via ship. That's why when they talk about contactees and abductees, if you ever talk to, and I've talked to now thousands of brown abductees, maybe 15, no, maybe 1,500. I'll say about 1,500. 1,500 brown contactees and abductees. What you'll notice the difference between the two when they talk about their having alien interaction. Many of the brown people will talk about how they feel like they're going up in the air. They don't put anything protective around them. But the, what the white people will say is that they're beamed up or they put in something. There's a little bit of a difference in how the contact is happening. And I only surmise that because of that data that I've taken so far, just, to, just quantifying those likenesses, that brown people don't need to be protective when they go up in the stratosphere, but white people do. They can't go mm-hmm. up the same. Okay. Yeah, I agree with that. Mm-hmm. And um, it, shows. it shows, you know. Yeah, yeah. And also when the brown people are being taken on ships, they're not being probed. They're not getting as much of the different types of, um, you know, when the European people are having contact or abductee experiences, they're getting violated. They're getting probes, needles stuck in them, um, sometimes anal probes, things put in their stomach. Brown people who are having contact are usually having more pleasant contact, almost like it's their family. Like the people know them. They're more gentle with them. The beings, there's less of that egregious type of behavior. makes me think that when we're taken up, we're going to those who who seeded us personally with their genomes. The Europeans are something else. And they're... Right, like the late um, Raleigh Martin. Um. Um, used to talk to him back in the days, and um, he had pleasant experiences. Yes, um, wasn't he on? Um, um, uh, wasn't he? Wasn't he on? What's his name? Show. Yeah, he, um, used, well, he used to be on Howard um, Stern show. Yes, yes, I love him. Yes, he 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 had a good experience. He had good experiences, and that's right. that's what you'll hear. Majority of people, even highly religious people, 
who don't have the verbiage to say that they're having contact, when you talk to them, it's interesting because they're having contact with beings, but they'll equate it to like Jesus or angels or something like that. But if you, if you compare the two, like someone who's saying they're having AT contact and someone who's saying they've been touched by angels or taken by angels, it's literally the same type of activity. It's literally the same, almost directly the same thing happening to both of them. But just one has a different van- way of des- describing it. So Christians are being taken too. <laughs> they, just mm-hmm. they just don't have the words for it. Yeah. Right. Indeed. Um, we're going to go to the phone line. We have a question. Area code 843. Area code 843. You're on the air. Please. Area code 843. Yes, I'm saluting you, brothers and sisters, and I'm saying greetings, and I'm on mute. Very professional. Yeah, peace. <laughs> peace. Uh, peace. 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 Greetings. Uh, I wanted to speak on something uh, that you were talking yeah. on earlier, but I'm just going to go here. Um, there's a brother that's down here. Well, I'll start here. There's some elders that was hoping that Trump win because they acknowledged and realized, just like what the sister was saying, that um, – the only time we will wake up and do something is um, when our backs are against the wall. Mm-hmm. And that is going to force us to come together like we should because uh, it don't matter what box you in as far as religions and things like that. Just like um, Malcolm and Martin, you know, uh, right before they took Martin out, he realized that Malcolm was right, you know, that we should come together. It's not about, you know, religion or those kind of beliefs. And um, and what she was speaking on, this brother down here was telling me about it. Well, actually, he was talking to another brother that studies um, African spirituality. And he said that he's having challenges and he's kind of tired of um, dealing with it. And the brother just said, you keep going sooner or later. You're going to wake up in the middle of the night and there's going to be three or four brothers 15 feet tall with afros. And then you know you're, you're behind <laughs> his home. <laughs> yeah. <yes. laughs> You know, he said because it happened to him. So, you know, she's 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 on it. You know, y'all are definitely on it. You know, and I appreciate this conversation because that's really what we need to be talking about. You know, because um, like she said, that sister that they found in that craft, uh, she was mm-hmm. tall. It's all over YouTube. You know, she had locks mm-hmm. in her hair. You know, it looks like some of that old Dogon um, burial rituals. She had the things in her eyes and her lips. Yeah. And she she was fine, too, like Erica. She was. But she also, the apparatus that they used to run their ships, they used their third eye. They used their their mind power, which we were capable of utilizing before. Many of us use it now. That's how we communicate with our brothers and sisters from abroad. We used to talk to them through our, you know, uh, telepathy. And um, she utilizes that, which you'll notice that when people talk about beings running the ships, they run it with their minds. The ship is actually symbiotic to their bodies. And the ship is actually created with um, conception that this being will run it. I don't know if you saw Prometheus. Prometheus kind of had that being who ran the ship with their own, um, with their own mind. So it's, mm-hmm. the ship is part of the body too. It's almost like um, part of the but as some of the biological qualities of the being. So that apparatus that she had on her actually helps her to focus 
when she's running her ship. That's why her third eye had that little bit. She has a little bit of an indentation in her third eye, and that's why they make such a big deal with us utilizing it. Yeah. Exactly, and they're messing with the food and all of those things, striving to keep people shut down. Yeah. But just like the yogis and things say, everything everything comes with the breath, you know, your breath and your intention, you know, which is one of the main things that I say to people. Uh, we don't acknowledge, well, most of us unconsciously don't acknowledge that we make choices every day. So if we strive to make more positive and more loving choices, things will automatically change, you know, because I think that is the key. You know, That's going back to that Hey Love music, it was always about love, you know. Yeah, right. yeah. Remember the music? Now even the music has changed the toning. I've had to put an app on my phone so that any music comes in, it goes through 435 and above. Because all the music, the toning is low. It lowers. Remember, our bodies are mostly water too. So remember, just like when you talk to water, the Japanese scientist, you know, made a wonderful. Um, he he mm-hmm. wrote a book on this. How you can change the frequency by, you know, saying loving words to your water changes the molecular structure to something beautiful and the geome- geometric shapes right. are beautiful. And then when you say terrible right. things, it turns into these jaded figures. Right. But it's the same thing right. with listening to this low vibrational music. It changes the composition of your molecular structure in your body. So right. anytime you listen to that. Right, the Dr. Masaru um, Emoto with yes, um, hidden, yes. hidden principles of water, mm-hmm. or hidden yeah. life of water. Mm-hmm. Beautiful, beautiful. Um, mm-hmm. And he actually changed the whole game because we, we can conceptualize that now. But you listen to all the music. It is so I mean, listen, literally, literally some of the music because I don't listen to it as often. I'm old school, so I still listen to my old school music. Yes, I do. But I'll listen to some of the music. Somebody will be playing it. It'll go straight to my lower chakra. It'll you go straight to my root. Mm. Yeah, and it and affects you sexually. And then you wonder why people are mating with entities that are not. That's why babies are coming out a little more because we're mating with entities based on the fact that we're being stimulated in our sexual, our lower chakra, our primal chakra, and that affects how we mate as well. So people are mating with beings they normally wouldn't mate with based on the fact that they're being invoked um, mm. through their chakra, their lower chakras, and, and it's perpetually making us make lower decisions based on primal, you know, like fight, flight. Yeah, fight, flight, lower flight, emotions. Yeah. Yes, indeed. Yeah. And if I may interject, that's another reason I tell you, if you spend time with these young people, like I have a grandson, he's five now, I call him a 98-year-old man because he's so wise and he's somewhat perverted towards women that he really likes. But if he don't, he's he's been like that since he was a year old. If he don't care for a woman or her vibration and things like that, he will turn his head. But if he likes to pull a hair, pull a hair, and he was doing that at a year old, (laughs) you know. And I think that's another reason why they're labeling children, MDDR and all of those things. But even those children who they do have Down syndrome or whatever, if you spend time with them, you will really oh, see beautiful. how wise they are. So They're these, beautiful. Those are the old souls, these, yeah. Yes, yeah. yes. These children that are coming back now, they are powerful, and they should yeah. be our teachers. You know, I love that scene Absolutely. in The Matrix. I love that scene in The Matrix when that girl told uh, Neil, you don't bend the spoon, you bend your mind, or however she said Yes, yes, absolutely. And it's true, but the children also, they are, they, are our, they are our ancestors, and also they're coming in, like many of us are still from analog, and some of us have upgraded to digital. The children are coming in digital and prepared for the new energies, and they're equipped to, to offset some of the 
the, the tr- you know, the attacks that the environment's going to do on them. And what we see is those children have protective qualities. And those special autistic children, they're really quite spry. They're, very, they're just different. They're not what we were used to seeing because they're new beings coming in for the right situation at the right time. We're just labeling them something else. That's peace. But but all will all will come all will all will be well. I, I see a beautiful future for us. I really do. I just think everything has to fall apart in order to rebuild. That's all. All things are that way. You know, you gotta break things down to make them new. That's, That's right. right. Clear that yeah. soil and you know, plant new seeds. Okay. Ashe. Thank you, family. Thanks, Doc. All right, appreciate you. Thank you, bro. All right, we got we got about eight more minutes. Um, any closing statements? Oh, hold on, we got one more call. Hold on, we got area code six three zero. Area code six three zero. You're on the line for the eight last minutes. Peace, God. This is Master Musa LB. Peace, bro. How you? I'm good. I was just calling in. I'm trying to see what what's the app she was uh, speaking on that'll uh, change the tone of uh, of of any music that you're playing through the phone. It's called 432 megahertz. It's you can get on the app like on, a, on your iPhone or your Galaxy, whatever phone you have. It's 432. Right. It says 432 megahertz. It'll help like any music that comes through your phone. It'll just change the vibration and raise it. So that even if it's right. more vibrational, it'll is the musical notes of natural music. That's the hertz frequency yeah. of natural music. 440 is what they have us under now, which is too high, too fast. Um, so um, it's not natural. It's out of sync. Yep. You know, mm-hmm. so, yeah, 432 um, hertz is definitely the frequency that you want to be on. Yeah. The uh the Doctor York meditation that's at uh four three two two right. I believe it is. Yeah, he was dealing with that. Yeah, that's that's all. I'll, yeah, another thing. Uh, Ait Watchtai, I forgot to. Yeah, Ait Watchtai. Is all right. That's all I was calling in. I'm just checking in. All right. Yeah, when you go on, send me that information. I was asking you for God. Um, what was it? Because um, you got to remind me, I got, I'm so busy and everywhere. What's going on? You remember we were waiting? Uh, I'll probably hit you yeah. on Facebook, let you know what information it was. Okay. T- say it again, Goddess. Say it again. I was just saying that's a good idea. Okay. All right. All right oh, peace, God. I got you. I got you. I, I, got you. Right. I know what you're talking about, um, um, Brother Musa. I got you. I got you. Okay. Yeah, we're just getting back from Dallas, so I got you. Okay. All right. Peace. Appreciate you. All right, we got area code 404. Area code 404, you're on the line. Peace. Peace. Area code 404? I apologize. I had to mute it. I apologize. I'm going to sound all right. Uh, peace to the whole uh, metaphysical family. I just got a couple questions I, I want to uh, want to ask. Uh, now this might be off the off the subject line. There's one book I'm looking for. It's the Death of Life 
by the yogi, the yogi book, and y'all, right. I think the Hindu, the Indians. That's right. that's something that's like very important to me right now. But beyond that, right. what I want to talk about, I want to talk about the island of melanated people that don't let no other, I guess, racial people on their island. And they're supposed to be like a blue-black tone. And I wanted to know what's, what's the blue-black blue natural, I guess, molecular skin level that they have. What do the blue and black represent? All right. Who, who, I don't know if you got a chance to hear what he said, Goddess. Oh, okay. Yeah. I can I, I can ask again. I can readdress it. Oh, if you, if you heard, right. you can answer. No problem. All right. He he was asking about the blue black. There's an island in which that has been talked about, um, in which that there's um, beings, our uh, people who's there that's blue black, as far as their coloration or uh, pigmentation, melanin. Okay. Um, what is the what is the significance of of being that particular hue. Oh well, that that's many of us, the galactic family. Before they come to this planet, they have a blue or green tinge. That's that's the color we come from. The, beings that come from outer in the galaxy, they usually have a melan melanated, but they usually have a blue or green tinge. What happens is that when they come to our atmosphere, um, based on the way that the, the different um, the oxygen the way we're oxidized with certain iron, it, it changes our skin to brown or black. So those who are holding that color, I would, and they're isolated, I would think that they have, um, they might be more inner earth beings. They might have, their island might have an inner um, earth entry, and that's why they're able to hold that blue tinge still. It's very difficult for, for us to hold that blue tinge anymore with our atmosphere being so, um, uh, uh, change. We have a lot more carbon in our atmosphere um, because of the carbon emissions, and also we have a lot more iron in our atmosphere than some of the other planets have, which changes their color after a while um, to like a, d- a darker brown or to a to a um, to like a you know black itself, black itself. So I think they're they're beings that are probably more connected to Series B because they do have that color, that bluish tinge. And also I think that they may be from inner earth. They might be beings that have an inner earth. That's why they're probably isolating themselves so that nobody finds that, that area or can incept on that, um, that entry point. Because the inner earth beings tend to hold that, that color still. They have the most magnificent bluish tinge to them with the black color under, underneath it. So I'm assuming, I don't know which island they're talking about, but I'm just assuming based on that, it's because they they still have access to a place where they they're not as exposed to the elements like most people are. That changes their color. I believe he's talking about over in India, um, the Amenda people uh, who oh, are um, very oh. mm-hmm, okay. um, who look so, just like us, look African. Their God is blue. Mm-hmm. Yeah, their God is right. blue. That's the inner earth being. Any of the inner earth beings, the one that has the multi arms that they worship, um, that's that's the, because those are beings that are still living in the inner earth. And remember, most of the inner earth beings don't live on the surface of the planet, but they do occasionally come up and they do breed with us, depending on where you're located. And India, especially the most south of India, that's probably where that isolated island is. 
and they still have, you know, India has some of the most magnificent places where, you know, <laughs> they still have beings that are from here that do a lot of the things we used to do when we were in our ancient, you know, uh, biological state. And holding the color of your of the ancestors is one of them. Hey, uh, am I still in queue? Yep. Yes. Okay. How about Antarctica? I heard that there's a pyramid there. Somebody's talking. Right. In okay, Antarctica, go ahead. You heard there's a pyramid there? Yeah, right. there's a pyramid there that's supposed to be one of the biggest on the planet. And um, right. I've seen a small uh, part of a documentary on TV, and they were talking about that's one of the places that Hitler was sending his metaphysicians to. Yeah. Right. yeah. The government so like has lost most of the points. Yeah, most of the points, no one can go there. They have treaties and sign. Um, a couple of nations have signed um, a free space zone where they can, the, only their highest ranking officials can go there. Everybody else is banned from going there. And yeah, the Nazis had have an inner earth point where they've, they have militarized that area and no one can go in and out. And when you see it on uh, Google Earth, you can actually see a, a like a like an opening there on that side where probably that pyramid is located. Remember, the inner Earth beings were, you know, the Nazis were in contact with beings that were from the inner Earth. So when they did their exodus, some of them went over to that arena and entered inside of the Earth. Others went into Central America and South America. Mm-hmm. The Nazis. And awesome. plus, yeah, they also found um, areas of plush grassland areas there within that um, within Antarctica, in which that is not frozen over with snow, and those are mm. the areas in which that they're blocking off, you know. Yeah. And um, some state, based on the um, flat Earth theory, that that is the edge of no return, you know. At mm. least that's what they say. Wow. You know, I'm not it's a component right. of the flat Earth theory per se, but because um, I do believe that the Earth is um, round, but it's more oblong, like an egg sideways and flattened at the poles. Um, yes, but I they agree. do say that um, that the Antarctica um, was closed off based on the fact that that is the point of no return, um, that particular area. But uh, we know that there was an airman that flew. Um, what's his name? Colonel Admiral. Oh man, what's his name? Uh, can't think of his name right now, but uh, he flew over the Antarctica and seen um, the hollow earth, um, what became known as the hollow earth theory. You know, mm-hmm. um, he seen those areas, and these are the areas on which that some say are actually being closed off too, which, as the guy has said, leads down into the center of the earth or leads down into um, particular worlds in a world yeah. um, in the planet in which that such as this Shangri-La or Shambhala mm-hmm. as they call it, mm-hmm. um, Agatha and different other inner, um, inner cities in which that are there. So, you know, this is what is also being said is being closed off. Um, keep people from going there and doing an investigation. Hell, they doing that in the Grand Canyon. There's 18 temples yeah. in the Grand Canyon um, of the ancient Egyptians and 
and others in which that, you know, the Temple of Ra, the Temple of Arsad, and so forth and so on, and they're closing it off, you know, to keep you know, keep us out. And that's the Smithsonian. So there's a lot of information that is being hidden. All has to be revealed, though. They they had a time frame where they could keep that, but the fact that you're having this format and this um, this platform and, and alerting people is a testament that it's it's the age of information. So no matter what they've hidden, we're finding out that they've done it. Even with the Omec heads that they were finding in parts of um, of um, I think it was Virginia, they found they were covering them with concrete. Every time they would find one, they would try to cover it and and, and hide it. But people would, you know, other people would talk about it. Like truckers would pass by and they see it and they tell other people and then it would come out. So they can hide as much as they want. This information is coming out. So mm-hmm. it is what it is. But as far as inner earth, those inner earth beings, there's guardians watching a lot of these doorways. And their vibration, there's like a sun on the inside of the earth as well, almost like what we have on the outside that energizes and um, allows for, you know, like uh, plants to grow at super heights. You know, giants live inside the earth. Um, you know, we have a lot of beings living on the inside of the earth, maybe even more to, the, to, to, a, to a heightened degree than what we have on the surface. But they're just, but they're highly developed. And spiritually, you know, they're super, they supersede us cognitively. So that's why they don't want us on the inner earth. <laughs> because mm-hmm. we would start so much ish. <laughs> mm-hmm. you know. Yeah, I wouldn't be that surprised if that's another reason why. They were tear, they were tearing up that island. Remember, um, like what five years ago, the military was so-called uh, practicing shooting missiles. What was that? Vieques in Puerto Rico, that island. Oh wow! Yeah, right. I thought it was. Yeah, because yeah. remember, Puerto Rico was one of the main places that they talk about as far as a tourist attraction, where they have yeah. a castle from a giant. The chair is like fifteen feet tall or something crazy. All the oh. furniture is, you know, super size. Oh, I didn't know that. Oh, that's cool. I'm going to go see that. Yeah, well, you, Puerto Rico has, like, massive amount of UFO um, sightings daily, and it makes sense. And I heard um, my intel from my homegirl who just came from Puerto Rico is that they have a top of the mountain. I think it's in Pinano. I forgot the name, Pinano. And on top of the mountain, the military has it totally, uh, totally, uh, totally, um, like, military are guarding it yeah, on top well. of the mountain. Why are they doing that? I said, I asked if she could get a little closer. She said they wouldn't even let them go up the road to get there. So there's a reason for that. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, there's a brother I know that drives trucks. I forgot where he said he went, but he said he was so high up in the mountains that the sky and all the vegetation on the mountain was purple, going back to that color again. Oh, and wow. he said that it was light. It was a lot of lightning, but the lightning wasn't coming down towards the earth. It was going up into the sky. Right. Oh. Right. Right. Lightning do come from the uh, from the earth. So mm-hmm. that that is factual. Um, we also gonna bring on some more callers here. We got area code three three six. Area code three three six. Put me in mute, Ali. Blessings. Oh, Thank you, Keith. Oh, Peace. 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 Right, every code 336, you're on the line. Peace, family, peace. 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 How's everyone, everybody moving good? Yeah, what's, what's, what's going on? What's going on, Black Water? <laughs> what's up, bro? Nothing, nothing, nothing. 
I got the last end of the of the call, so I, I'm not sure about everything you're speaking on tonight. But I did. And peace right. to the brother was speaking on the on the on the, the Giants. I had a dream last night. I just wanted to bring to the table, right? It sort of like correlates to what we, I guess, where everybody was speaking on. I'm not like I said, I'm not sure. I'm telling some of the information I was talking about, but check the dream out. You know, dreams answered, right? So, so right now we're talking on the strange. You're talking from, from current events to the strange, so you, you can fit right in where you want to. Okay, well, Dr. Strange to me, so you already know. <laughs> All right, so. Right. Um, well, and speaking of strange, uh, right, we'll go be going into that movie soon, too. <laughs> yeah, that, that oh, got yeah. some metaphysical activity through it. I through saw the whole movie. Season. good, yeah. Really yeah, I'm trying, I'm trying to watch. I fell watching it like yeah. two nights ago. It, yeah, it got it's 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 very it got a lot of information. It's everything, yo. When she when she knocked him out of his astral body, I was like, right. this movie mm. is like they throwing gems in there, honey. Yo, she and it was a female. Remember, remember the female. Where she hit him at? In the heart. Right in the what was in the solar plexus, right? Yeah, in the solar plexus in the heart. Yeah, the third yep. well, the third Boom. Knocked him out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> he was like, Whoa. He was like, What the hell did you do to me? <laughs> that was key. Well, yeah. that's the area in order to produce the astral travel is the solar plex area. So that yeah. that was right on point. On the that movie Protect- needs to be like notes need to be taken. I say when you go see that movie you gotta take notes. It's deep. That movie's on point. Whoever said, whoever let that free that movie out knew exactly who it would stimulate because not everybody's gonna get it, but we're gonna get it. You'll get it. Yeah. And who who was the first uh, the first entity that he was introduced to in the fifth when in like the when he went to the area of I think it was India maybe. Yeah, he was no. in India. No, he was in um, um he was in Nepal. Was in Nepal. Yeah, Kathmandu. He was in the mountains. He yeah, was Kathmandu. a brother. Kathmandu. He took that hood off of a brother up under there. First oh person. yeah, there was wow. brothers. See, that's always telling you. They tell you who we are. <laughs> that's yeah. right. But, okay, let me, I'm gonna go ahead. And I'm gonna, gonna talk, tell you about the dream, though, because it was like it was similar to. Okay, what happened in the dream is, I uh, you know you wake up in the in the sleep state or whatever in the, in the subconscious. So I, I wake up. and I'm like, okay, where am I at? I'm in a school, a big school. You know what I'm saying? And I'm I'm walking with the world, whoever it is, I'm that you know is transmitting this information. Walking through um, the hallway, you know, a building, building represents. That's why it took me a minute to. I had to total recall all that and get the calculations together in my mind. So we, a school or building represents expansion. If I'm not mistaken, like a big school too, it represents expansion. So that what that that planetary energy is like Jupiter, right? Jupiter and, and that relates to um, also Quebec or Tahuti, but that's the messenger or whatnot. So Mercury is the messenger deity, but that's information coming forth to the Earth. So then walking through the hall, we go to a locker, and we put I put some in a locker. So the locker is, is can just put you know information into the locker or whatever the physical body or something like that holding information. Then we take off that walking again, though. And somebody or something is, like, trying to get at me, like, fight. But they, somebody coming, they told me this. Someone walked up to me and tapped me on my shoulder and was like, I heard you got stole off on. And I'm like, what? No, nobody stole off on me. Nobody hit me. 
And then I'm, it, it was in in the dream. It was a Caucasian person that they said it stole off them, but I never seen any Caucasians or Europeans, Albion's in that general sense mm. in, in the dream. So, but when they had mentioned it, that's what I saw in my mind or in the the subconscious state. I saw the uh, an individual trying to steal off on me as a, uh, a Albion. So we continued to walk down the hall, and and then all of a sudden. Uh, Somebody tapped me on my shoulder again, and I looked, and it was like a nine-foot-tall person, you know, or, you know, it, it was an entity that was like nine feet tall. He he was like, uh, he wanted to fight, but he didn't want to fight. So my statement was, you guys are young. Why are we so young-minded and want to, um, we always want to go into a situation fighting? That's the, that's the you know, as far as the, um, my mentality, that's what I, I could Conceived out of what I was thinking I know I wouldn't verbally say anything But that's what I was thinking And then the door opened And we and he walked out Of the building But when he walked out He he went from 8 feet 9 feet or whatever And he grew, kept growing He kept growing And he grew to like 15, 20 feet tall And I looked up at him And he started smiling and laughing And he just looked down at me And put his hand on my shoulder and he just tapped me on my shoulder, and he was like, you're right. And then guess what color he had on? Purple. Purple's a royal color. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, so everything the brother was just talking about was like, it's sort of like relating to a dream that was in, well, something I was dreaming about last night, not really me. Why, like, can, I, can I ask you a question, though? Why do you think it's yeah. a dream? It wasn't a dream. That's why I said not like a dream like to talk about that it was me in the dream, but me going through the astral and then hearing it tonight, you know, first, you know, first to the self, then the source. So I'm like, yeah. so we are connecting properly throughout mm-hmm. this whole spectrum mm-hmm. of reality. He, he spoke the word that was, that was presented to me in a vision last night. By the and see, I would say that that was your spiritual body expanding Brother Elohim, exactly. you know, yeah, purple right. symbolizes, you know, the violet, which is the crown chakra, and the expansion of one's consciousness, you know, was just simply in the form of the giant, in which that kept growing. And mm-hmm. you coming out, you know, out of the, um, you know, coming out from what you was in, symbolized coming out the box so that you can continue mm-hmm. growing. So, you know, your consciousness said, look, let me show you um, what I am. And you know, and what you know, and what you are and can be, you know. Hence the reason why um, your consciousness touched you upon your shoulder and said you're right is because mm-hmm. you know what you are doing is the correct things in order to expand your consciousness. So continue doing so. Good, thanks. I, 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 yes, I, I see that. I I appreciate that too. So like in the dreams. When we do interact with other individuated, those beings are in actuality an alternate part of ourselves. It's a, it's a, um, it's us looking at the person going through that that transmission or getting that information, but is in actuality another part of ourselves that's not being fully expressed. But then, like like you're saying, tapping me on the shoulder, whether or not that's that's my like the higher spirit or the, the higher intelligence saying. You, you're right. Keep it moving. Keep doing what we're doing, and expand. Yeah. 
So yeah, I can dig it. I can dig it. Yeah, it was it was just when he said that it, it, I forgot about the dream. So I sat there and I was like, okay, let me recall what was in the dream because I do I remember a tall. Because at first it was eight nine feet tall, like almost normal. But I was looking up and I'm like, your your head's about to hit the ceiling in the school. So he walked outside, and then when you just said lightning comes forth from the earth, and then it resonates and goes up to the sky, you know, that's when I was like, hold up. He got bigger when we went outside, and the sunlight started hitting him. Yeah, and remember, you was coming Mm -hmm. from out of a school. School symbolizes collection of knowledge, Mm -hmm. you know, in which that can be transformed into wisdom, you know, consciousness. You know, so, you know, all of that correlates. So that wisdom. And also um, the Hebrew word for school is shoal, which is is grave. So you coming out the grave, coming out the school could be symbolic to a resurrection, you know, of consciousness once again. That's peace. Thank you. I just want to, you know, Lay that right there. Let the you know let the brother in there. and all y'all know. Yeah, that's uh, I that's what I saw in that dream. And then to express it from from him expressing it in that manner, he was saying mm-hmm. something like, "You might wake up and and you got you got ten, fifteen feet tall, watchy coming through." You know, <laughs> you know, <laughs> initiating niggas. So, but that that's was peace. Now that's where you know it resonated again. But uh, yeah, good thanks. I appreciate that breakdown too, because you know it really, now really, uh, it makes a lot more sense. You know what I'm saying? Well, that's good. That's good. I'm glad I was able to help out. Y'all, uh, y'all keep building. Well, you know, we keep going. I'm at my mom's house, though. You know what I'm saying? I want to keep them up, but they, they peace. <laughs> okay. Well, well, we we'll, we'll see you Friday then. You know it. You know. Bright and early, bright. All right, peace, guys. Peace, guys. All right. If y'all don't know who that is, that's Brother Blackwater. He comes to you every Tuesday here on First Water Radio, and um, he have his show and wish that he do. And if y'all haven't heard him, y'all better come for for um, uh, tips and tricks on Tuesdays, which is his name of his show. And um, he will give you some of the most beneficial, spiritual, esoteric, occult information um, possible. And it's practical, too. So come on out and check out Brother Elohim, Blackwater, um, every Tuesday at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Sometimes he come on at 7, depends. So you got to check his station and see when he do his thing. Um, but Brother L, in closing, you got any statements before we go? Okay, there we go. We can hear you now. Okay, I said I, said I enjoyed it. Uh, everything tonight. Right. Enjoyed the sister uh, sharing that knowledge with us. Uh, oh yeah. yeah. Always enjoy so, the God is coming on. Yes, he put a lot, of, uh, shine a lot of light on me on dealing with the election year also. So. Oh yeah. Yeah. Right. Well, if people understood the popularity vote. Um, is allegedly the people's vote, and but then the people vote will have to go before electoral college vote. Right. 
in which that has to be represented, and then they cast their vote for whomever they want to cast their vote for. So essentially the people vote doesn't really count. No. In order to even become part of the electoral vote, you have to take a three-month class. All right? Wow. So, um, you know, us doing it the way that we've been doing it, you know, as so-called IE black people, is not going to work. Um, as the God has said earlier, that's a sign of insanity to keep doing the same damn thing over and over again. You know, we're the only people here that has to have voting privileges every 25 years. Um, otherwise, you would not be able to vote. Um, we know the first, the past it was um, Lyndon Baines Johnson in 1965 with the Voting um, Act, you know, and it's an act or as a bill. Voting mm-hmm. bill, voting act, whichever one you is an act or a bill. Keep those two terms in mind because um, the bill is, some, is something you got to pay for, all right? Um, and the act is something in which that you get paid for. Uh, so careful if you wow. want to take that, you know. Wow. And then, of course, um, you know, 25 years later we have – you know, quote unquote, Ronald Reagan in nineteen around nineteen eighty three, eighty four, he signs the Voting um, um, Act, and then twenty five years later, we have George Bush, um, Jr. You know, in two thousand and seven, two thousand six, two thousand and seven, to sign the Voting Right. So every twenty five years, you have to have a president to sign to give you the privilege in order to vote. If you was a citizen, you wouldn't need a president. Um, to give you a privilege. It would be a right. A right is different than a privilege, y'all. So we want to make sure that y'all understand it, understand understand that, because um, we have to start doing things differently. All right? Goddess, we got to give you the floor now for you can get yours in. Please (laughs) hit on Woody. Um, I just, I'm, I'm grateful that you have had me on. Thank you for having me on your platform once again. It's always a pleasure. Uh, you have such wonderful um, listeners who are just so um, so spry and so um, aware and awake. It's so it's such a pleasant thing for me to have interaction with you and your queen as well. Um, I just want to you know I want to let everyone know. I think it's um, a time for you to really take your um, your power back and to accept that you are. Um, your own master of your own um, your own life, and so long as you sit in the driver's seat, all that you decide to do will always be in the direction that you are are pushing yourself or propelling yourself towards. And that means right. that keep rising, keep um, elevating your consciousness by um, you know making sure your nutrition is um, only of the best. And remember, your your food is fuel. Um, and um, interacting with those like-minded or above that will help to stimulate you and also to release codons that help to allow for memories, your ancestral memories to be released so that you can uh, better navigate in the matrix. (laughs) Um, And that being said, I just, you know, I I send well wishes to everyone um, and um, healing energies to the melanated family and all the family, but mostly to the melanated, um, you know, family that have been, that has been um, degraded and, and really has, has dealt with a lot of um, hardship over the last couple hundred years. Um, and um, that being said, you know, if anyone, you know who I am, Fleur Brun, I'm on YouTube and um, you know, you can always 
you know, if you once engage in any of my ET conversation, you know, my thing is talking about melanated ETs. I wanted to bring that to the forefront of being part of the UFO community. I felt like we were being black, um, whitewashed and, um, a lot of our information about our ancestors, our galactic ancestors, right. which black, the main well, ancestors white wash and in. black bowl. And black yes, out. black bowl. <laughs> yes, <laughs> making it very difficult for Fleurbrun to come out. And now I've, I've, I've definitely made a way so that this conversation that we can have um, can be had with, with much more respect and with much more integrity and our information is flowing um, so, you know, check me out for Brune. And also, you know, I do Aquarius Rising Ninth Gate on Thursdays at 9. Um, you can check us out. We all talk to mostly melanated contactees who call on the show. And we talk about our experiences and contact and metaphysical things, you know, about, uh, you know, succubus, incubus. We, we, we get it in. Um, <laughs> and um, you can always... Um, I'm on my face. I think my Facebook is full. I'm not sure, but if I'm, you know, Anunnaki Return is my page, and um, Flurbo 999 is on Twitter. So, you know, you can always interact with me. But, you know, keep rising, keep doing your thing. I'm, I'm always going to be in it to win it with, um, with my family, Galactic and Earthling. So, um, that being said, um, I support the journey, and I, and I support also enjoying the journey too. We're not just here to, um, you know, to to learn. We're here to enjoy while we're learning. So, you know, I'm not. I'm, I am a fan of getting getting everything in, but also enjoying the the sights while we're we're moving along. Indeed, indeed. So, please make sure you check out the goddess on her Thursday night show. That is tomorrow. And what you going to be speaking on tomorrow, Goddess? Um, we're going to go in on time, the Mandela effect, and how they, I think they might have switched. Um, they hijacked our timeline again with this election. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. I have a, Uh-oh. yeah. Uh-oh, I mean, y'all know y'all yeah. got to hear that tomorrow now. Yeah. All right. We're going to go in on that. Yeah. <laughs> Indeed. I know. All right. Um, in closing. Um, we got to thank the goddess once again, Sister Floorburn, for yeah. coming forth and giving us excellent information, well put together information in which that hopefully y'all can take back to your communities and disseminate amongst the people because we need it, um, as well as also Brother Elohi, Blackwater coming on, which I'm going to play his song, which is called Trapped of Freedom, as well as also my co-host, Brother Fahim L., coming on and doing his thing as usual, being that fantastic co-host and getting them questions in. And once again, we thank you all for listening to First World Radio. We are out. Peace. Yeah. H-E-D. Above the dome. Trap of freedom. The family. Tradition. Heritage. The missing links. Spiritual miracles. The awakenings. The walking sphinx. Time to eat, food for thought, the meta magician. Holy rainwater flows off my altar, channel through the seasons, elevate the reasons. What's the purpose of life to the living, death to the conscious? At the end of days, clash of the titans, zombies running rampant, Christ in the pamper. Looking for a lamp, revving at the church, plugging in the amp. 
rock of the ages, son of the undead vampire, immortal rage, I bleed red ink on the page, words and truth, no signature, tis the blur from invisible literature, sitting at the dock of the face with Otis, having rituals, turn the lights off, it can get real quick, sir, milk and pot mix, I'm in search for a fix, walking backwards, looking forwards, patiently waiting, don't ignore it, holding two swords like peace signs aimed at your boy. Into flight, hawk eyesight, interdimensional terabytes, fuel for the journey, some lay a fuel for the gurney, colored in the book of law, no need for attorney, I turn the page, feel the script like a doctor coming out the cage, I'm the lion, fed grain, sticks and stones, no pain, a worker's only worth his gain, attempting to keep my inner sane, with lifestyle changes, high damn mountain plains, seven thoughts, Seven faults, no faults, who's to blame? It ain't the same, they take your names. I feel the sun, it ain't no fun if the homie can't have none. I see you run like Hussein Lightning. It seems frightening, exciting. I go with streaming lightning. I'm the nigga and Loki at night.